Happening, everyone. Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight we are live. I'm joined this evening by Alt Skull, all the way from Japan. What is up, sir? Hey, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Also joining me this evening, Reinhardt. What up? What's going on, everybody? What up? Down in the dungeon, taking notes, Grognak. Hi, what's up? Hi. Uh, Dogbot will be joining us later. Apparently, there is a massive traffic incident. Uh, He'll be with us later. But coming back to the show for an actual live stream this time. Last time we didn't get to live stream, but we did do a podcast all the way from a... Is it foggy out there? I'm not sure this time of year if it's foggy, but the little island out there across the pond. Mr. Flat Earth British himself, Martin Liedeke. Hello, sir. Hello, says flat thumbs to you all, and good good vibrations throughout. There you are. Welcome back, man. Thank you for thank you for inviting me. Oh, man, anytime. Because anytime. Rock, we have a, we have a great time. We're gonna have a great time. Yes, yes, we are live this evening. We're live over on Pilled. We're live on D Live, and we're live on Odyssey. Uh, do we have? Do we have Liz? I'm sure we do. I'm sure we have people waiting. I mean, it's Flat Earth British. I'm sure like people are like, oh, my God. But yes, it's Flatter Day. It's flat. It is Flatter Day. I couldn't do Flatter Day. I was just not up to it. But I have got Flat Day juice. But they're just going to have to wait. It's OK. I haven't been able to do a post all week. It's wound me up terribly. I've got all of America to cover, all the stuff that I got up to, um, all of other stuff that's happening, which is really, really groovy, by the way. Um so much going on. Oh, I'm yeah. Reset. So. <laughs> We've been watching you forever. Yeah. I've been around a while. Yeah, we so have. I've been around a while. I've been doing this since uh, 2015 uh, when I came out with Flat Earth. Yeah, Flat Earth British. Yes. I thought it would be important for me to do such things, to tell everyone <laughs> the Earth was flat. So I took it upon myself to do that <laughs> with my life. Yeah. Hey man, the last the last show where you mentioned the fascist technology, and then you mentioned that you had done this five hour series on your channel. I went and watched it. It was great. The synopsis. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched everything. It was it was fat. dude. I hadn't seen most of that stuff, and I'm like constantly inundated with all of this. Uh, My best stuff you know, was years ago because um, I was in grief then, and I was like just chucked myself properly into my work, and I made that one the best I possibly could. And um, yeah, that synopsis, it, it just unfolds, don't it? And you get deeper and deeper in. It's, it worked. It worked. 
Okay. Yeah, it, it had been some of the stuff we had covered before on the show, like the airships and yeah. the directed energy weapons from the airships and weapons of war and stuff, but you mm-hmm. really tied it all together. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I should um, update that because it's like, you know, a lot. that's on my Celtic Tatarian channel. There's a lot of people that will not be aware of that, that video or that series. It's the greatest secret, never told. Yeah. So I should uh, maybe re-upload it. Wouldn't it? The synopsis, maybe. Well, yeah, it's it's awesome how you you get started doing one thing, and obviously you've been doing this now for eight years. Um, you get started on on one track, right? Like in your case, flat Earth, and you eventually have to move into all of these other subjects that seemingly are just popping up, and they seem disparate at first, but then after years and years and years, you tie them together. And um, between, I mean, your work and what Paranormies have done over several years, and so many other creators too. Um, it's funny how we all end up on the same threads. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, you know, when the flat earth came out, I thought it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Honest to God, it was just so exciting. But then it started like getting on my nerves. <laughs> it was like, you know, hang on a minute. There's a lot of people here. They're just close. You know, they're swapping one enclosed system for another enclosed system. I'm not really doing that. I think there's more going on. I think there's more land. I think it's all about more land. And, um, and then like all of the, it's all like bad energy. Because there's opposition, isn't there? It's the globe beds and it's the flat earthers. They mm-hmm. can't prove shit. We can't really. Right. It's just this fucking question. It's always going to hang there. So I seen like that it was just some, one of those things was just going to keep ticking over, ticking over. Mm. And until like, you know, maybe if the flat earthers come up with a million and do a nice little fucking laser balloon test or something along those lines. Sure. Um, which you've been talking about for long enough. Well, you know, how, how many um, years has the Flat Earth been? Not now, eight years. And all of these big channels and all of that, nothing ever got fucking put together. Right. The biggest thing they did was all Mark, Mark Sargent's two projects, which were, I mean, I don't know. Oh, they were well conclusive. Awesome. Oh. Yeah. I mean, doesn't one of them basically disprove Flat Earth? Isn't that like one of the... the like... Well, the movie sort of did, yeah. But mm. that was... So with the flat Earth, like the, the, the whole thing itself is like you know, as I said, it was, but it's like, you know, but we, they all got a bit culty. They all went a bit culty. Mm-hmm. They all a bit like fucking, like mm-hmm. literally that mentality. And I'm like, guys, you need to loosen up, guys. You know, it's just, <laughs> take things so fucking serious, yo. And, it's um, it's like yeah, that with so. with everything, man. It turns everything it's always turns into like a cult following. And the thing with flat Earth versus globe Earth is it's red team, blue team. It's a, but, a, you know, it's this guy versus that. It's a dichotomy. It's A or B. I, I, can't, I can't even get out of it. Um, mm. I, I literally, I went to a barbecue with my friends um, with Jason, um, where he, he's all his gang, right, um, in Texas. Mm. So we had, a, we had a barbecue, and one of the boys, yeah, Big John, he's, he's, um, he wants to talk about flat earth. He's like, oh, I can't get over you're a flat earther and all of that. <laughs> and I literally felt my, again, I felt my, like, you know, getting angry inside. I felt like, no, you don't understand. And I really, really wanted to explain to him. So again, I could feel an emotional rise and matter was there trying to explain to him as well. The flat earth is like, he was emotional as well. Mm-hmm. So I still feel really emotionally like, you know, defensive over flat earth. I can't help it. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's flat. Yeah. Plus we found out so much more in that time. Like once you start to recognize that there are phenomena such as Mandela effect and, yeah, simulation. We live in something that's not just a material construct. There's a lot more to it. And oh, so, like you said, 
The only yeah. thing that's real here is our emotions and our intuition. The rest is fake as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there's yes, nothing it. in the exterior world, guys. It's not there. It's yep. us, consciousness, and that's it, linked. That's it. Well, and people share the, the Gleason map with the sun and the moon yeah. zipping around it and stuff, and it's like, well, you don't know that. You don't yeah. know that that's a true model. You right. have an idea, and there's evidence that certain things like that um, match up with what you know, but you don't know that that's the model. You don't know what that's, no. you know. No, right, and you can't prove like, it. Yeah. yeah. There's no... They haven't got a map, we haven't got a map, and that's the end of it. And that's yeah. the thing that Jason talks about with, with simulation. It can be both. Yeah. That's the other thing. It can yeah. be both. It, it can be neither. Guess what? And I told a friend of mine, uh, a good friend of mine, Mitch Hoob, uh, that one day he said, he said, you know, he said, this blew my mind when Johnny said this. He said, something can be fake and gay, but it can also be fake and real. I don't remember. I don't ever remember saying that. But <laughs> what I was trying to tell him, <laughs> what, I, what I believe I was trying to tell him, that it can be two things at once. Like yeah. two people can can have an absolute. This is how this is how you have cult like mentalities where people adhere to ideologies uh, religiously because it is real to them. Because the yeah. facts, you know, the facts add up they to create this. belief systems, and they literally say, "Oh, I believe this," because they've created a belief system. Sure, and and the same thing with, and it's the same thing with the flat Earth. You have, you know, you have the religious uh, argument. Yeah. You know, these there's some of the debates. Like we have to, you know, we have to mute people. It's like, guys, that's enough. You know, like it's it so turns, it turns into a Republican Democrat type fighting. You know, yeah, it does. Yeah. and and it's so, and that's gay. You know, and I don't. Yeah, I don't want that. Like, no, we're, we're we're here to talk about the fun stuff. You want to argue about that? Look, we've already debated this shit years ago. You know. Yeah, so I, I moved on from flat right. Earth like by about 2017. I thought, well, I'm I actually enjoy history. Yeah. I should just. <laughs> and all the trolls cleared off, you know, because I was having like say Simon Dan and make a video about me. Then that was my day. Then was like thousands of his fucking trolls mm. or whatever they are paid fucking comments or whatever. He's such a fag. Who is yeah, he? He's such a cunt. I, he's in. He's in this island, bro. Yeah. Who, who is he? Fuck. He's in Britain. Yeah. Oh, what's so his name though? Like, there's a high possibility I'm gonna run right into that cunt. Oh boy. Yeah. Simon Dan. He's extremely annoying. Simon Dan. Okay. Yes, I know who that is. Okay. He's an anti flat earther. Yeah. Basically, he's not. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. He's well, shit. Right, he's pushed like fuck, and he's shit. He got no content. He's got like a scripter in front of him where he just where he just talking like literally school like um like a tw- ten year old. He's like he's not that's insulting a ten year old. He's like if he's in fucking nursery school. Yeah, have you heard some of these ten year olds recently? They're pretty smart. Yeah. No, they're pretty smart. But I'm just saying he's really fucking stupid. Yeah, you know. So um, that's the thing you said. You've moved on from flat Earth, and that's another thing that that yeah. we've done is we don't dwell on something for too long because you know things are we're always finding out new information there's always new not necessarily conspiracies but new history to to get into and new new things to that have been divulged new shit has come to light um right and when tartaria came up and um you know it came up and it i mean that that crushed for a long time there was there was a lot of heavy tartaria content you know the whole ewar phenomenon um yeah, have you? What do you? What do you think? I, we, I don't think we asked you this. What do you think of the UR thing? Who the fuck is that? Oh, you know the UR and the the. Oh, I heard of him, and I know all about him. And people bring me his fucking videos, but like I'm just saying, who the fuck is it? Okay, yeah, who, yeah. A, who is he? But like, you seen him? No, I've never yeah. seen him. I'm just assuming. Oh, no, it's another one of them, isn't it? Yeah, I'm assuming he's uh, by based on the voice. I'm assuming he's a black dude from from uh, London. Yeah. 
So yeah, and he he did like a 180 last year. He made this hugely popular series. Oh, that he knows just, about the videos. Yeah, okay. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like the underlying theme. What everyone keeps telling about is this is personal to you, Matt. He's having a dig. I'm sorry. Say again. It's like. It's like he's trying to. It's, it's like he's trying to validate. He's trying to validatize fucking official history. He's like, um, and then he's gone this anti-Tatarian sort mm-hmm. of uh, narrative. Mm-hmm. In Him, days. there's and, a little gang of them, you know. Um, yeah, uh, Wooden Nichols, that guy. Yeah, well, yeah, but he's been trolling me for a while now. Mm. But like, there's loads I could tell you about that. Mm. But um, it just fucking be gossiping. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. No, let's that, keep it positive. Let's yeah, that part I don't understand. But what <laughs> what I don't understand is how somebody. Now this is this is still positive, but it, looking at the stuff that we've looked at, looking at all of these things, like like for example, Penn Station, uh, the even even the cathedral in Liverpool that you are supposedly pulled his one eighty on these yeah, buildings. Because you stop there, right? Yeah, you just that stop. cathedral oh. I looked at on my channel, right? We don't touch anything that's around the 1900 mark because we automatically know the shit was being built around 1900. Mm-hmm. I actually know about the building of that fucking thing. So as soon as he's telling me, I'm like, well, that's a really fucking shitty example. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. For, you know, for, it's a very shitty cherry-picked example. and Yeah, a shitty cherry-picked example. And that's what these guys do. And, and again, like, okay, so let's say, for example, they do have... Um, Blueprints for Penn Station, which is, you know, supposedly according to the Tartarian. Something up with that, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But are they actually blueprints from 19, whenever, 1922, when it was supposedly made? Or are they the original blueprints from when it was originally made, whenever the hell it was originally made? Who's to say those people didn't have blueprints? Right. So all of this architecture, um, whatever city I'm in, I Google and I try and look up the building to see Mm. if there's any photographic evidence of especially famous buildings mm-hmm. built. Okay. There's plenty of examples in the city I live in. There's, you know, great architects like Burgess have made great architectural feature in Cardiff, but you don't get photographs of them being built. Okay. Right. But you may, if you Google them conveniently find the odd blueprints. Okay. So, um, I don't think a blueprint, um, is good evidence. I think that that can just be slotted in at any period of, mm. of time. It's like, I noticed with the, the Trufer movement, I noticed that stuff keeps getting implanted in the Trufer movement, like a specific map, maybe, or another ideal that would just get people excited, and then they'd just be lost for six months of, <laughs> and then again, if, I think, <laughs> you know, it, and then they're right off the goal and the focus of what we're supposed to be doing yet. Yep. Yeah. So um, that, I'm like constantly trying to police it, like trying to fucking watch where all of these things are coming. Another from. red herring. Yeah, another yeah. red herring. Because uh, they have a shiny object. Yeah, well, that's uh, well, that's the other thing. We say this all the time that the people who who write the mainstream narrative also like to help write the conspiracy narrative, so they control all the sides, and they they try to in before everything. Like when we're talking nine eleven, they in before the no planes theory with the crazy uh, drug guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hans something or something, whatever. That. Uh, you know, he was screaming about holograms and no problem. So that, you know, that, that just automatically poisons the well for any yeah, sort of, right. And that's what it's supposed yeah. to do. And so the same thing with Tartaria, they throw in, you know, they whatever. desperate to get hold of this narrative. Like, sure. Well, that's why you have. Well, eight- you look on fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah. You've got fucking Graham 
Hancock, mm. mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, um, this stuff's not being mentioned, and you know, none of these. they're trying to like take ownership for the narrative, but they they won't be able to do it because they don't know the narrative and they don't know what's happening next. Okay? Sure. They, they only have a few more snippets of information than we do, and even and they don't have anything close to a complete picture you know, because they're just, set up. Yeah, but it's not just me. You know, we got some like the, the think the think tank we got set up is people like Jason, mm-hmm. uh, Max Egan, for fuck's sake. Yeah, mm. and we when the three of us got our minds together. Honestly, the fucking things we discover, guys. What we discovered about the Great Wall of China, which we that was wild. That was insane. I, just I, blown. Max <laughs> just put a video out on his um, on his channel. Yeah. Um, I think he's on bit shoot, isn't he? And um, with Jason, uh, where they covered me and Jason's discoveries. But um, as it was, we were sat around the table, me and Jason doing this research. The way we do, do it is like we anticipate. It's just, it's just crazy to witness, right? We pull it out of the air, and when we started looking into the measurements, and then we theorized, oh, hang on a minute. So we found the maps that the Great Wall of China is the Silk Road. And then we find out it's an elevated highway called the Imperial Highway. And then we find out it's fuck all to do with defending from Tartars. This is to keep it off the ground because there's shit tons of Roman gold coming through because they're buying a fuck ton of opium and silk off the fucking Chinese. This was a conveyor belt that was active all the way from the Pacific coast to Europe, to Scotland, (laughs) to Britain. Yeah, this was the scale of the Roman world. And they tried, this is according, well... They have tried to backtrack on the, the Caucasian being the building race. Okay, yeah, they, they're trying to take ownership for um, uh, that is Rome, Greco-Romano architecture. Okay, that wall. Then fucking pagodas put on top are much later. Okay, so the width of the Great Wall of China, which is five thousand miles long, has twenty-five thousand castles on it. Okay, so it's a city. It would take you 18 months to walk it. So you can't walk the whole fucking thing because you wouldn't be able to carry that much water. But you would be able to walk a short distance to one of those watchtowers. So they were um, warehouses, hotels, which they are now in the modern day. Some of them are hotels, storerooms. So basically, it was the Amazon of the day. You'd be able to order something in the Chinese world, okay? And you'd be able to have it probably delivered in Greece or wherever, um, probably the very next day. Yeah, this was um, Amazon, and it was um, all the way. We found that the Great Wall of China goes through the Caucasus. I found on old maps as well, so a good portion of it is no longer there. Um, but this thing spanned the entire Silk Road all the way to uh, the Levant, all the way to Europe. Damn! Um, and it is Roman. Um, the towers themselves are paced out five thousand Roman peds, with like uh, pedestrian peds is the Roman measurement. So five thousand peds. Is how many is how far the distance of the towers are away from one another, and that turns out to be one Roman mile. So mm. it's and the width of the wall itself is thirteen to sixteen foot, the exact width of a Roman road. So dig, it's not Roman, is it? But it's got a Roman fucking road on top of it, and it looks Greco-Romano except for the fucking pagodas that people put on top later, and um, the towers are one Roman mile uh, distance from one another. Um, and then we've discovered a load of um, artifacts, Roman artifacts that have been discovered in China and Chinese people that have been discovered in ancient cemeteries in Suffolk in London in 2016. This was, they're not telling you, but this was um, a much, much broader uh, trade, uh, trading world. Yeah. 
probably highly technological as well. Yeah. yeah, and on top of it, you guys pointed out that there's no evidence that there was any actual Mongol invasion. Zero. They aren't made for defensive postures. It, it doesn't make any sense as mm -hmm. a defensive structure. And then so, none of the other architecture in China matches any of it. What Jason did discover, he had an old book, which is a real good thing, it was considering the, the Emperor Hung, um, supposed to be uh, built the first wall. And he says that he'd done it in 10 years and he got like 8% of the population of China to help him, all the coolies. Oh, this is the story. <laughs> but it also says that he burnt all of the books of, the, of China. He literally burnt all of the books. He erased history. So Dick, he, he's supposed to have got this wall, found this fucking wall, um, and then he's, he's erased history. Um, Jason found it in this book. Um, that is apparently the origins of the, of the Great War, which is the Roman War. It's wrong. Yeah, he probably did burn all the books. Did. Yeah, <laughs> just they just didn't show that Chinese built the wall. Mm. <laughs> well, so, and, that, and that shows just goes to show too. Uh, for a lot of people, especially in the English speaking world, we're at a disadvantage because there's so much information, so many older books that can be found in other countries and other languages. Yeah. You know, Eastern Europe, uh, uh, Scandinavia as well. Mm -hmm. um, all over that if we don't have people that translate these books that have these interests to go find them or don't just don't have the access because of the governments um this information that's right there is not going to be found by anybody that you know we can communicate with yeah jason just went up to um, north carolina to buy a load of books so I saw that. Very fucking juicy indeed. Yeah. You know, this is a smart thing. I, I collect um, Victorian books. I have a stack as well. And um, and they're just such a good resource, you know. They're, they're just unbelievable, the images in them. And it's just a definite switch over of um, creativity, mentality, um, right at the 1900 mark. It, it's just like a switch. It's like, bang, and then something else goes on. So we think that something definitely happens around the 1902 mark. I, mm. I understand. I think this is the case as well. You know, some sort of reset. You know, we don't you know, like, it could come through in waves, all we know, guys. You know, like the butterfly fucking effect. You know, this, you know, we don't know how this place is fucking working. But I think that the reset's something to do with us. You know, the more we wake up, and the more people we wake up, the more it's being shown to us. The unveiling. So it's, it's us that's doing it, isn't it? The reset. It's mm. us. So yeah, and once you see that there are supernatural elements to this world, then the resets make a lot more sense. And especially when you realize that a lot of the resets aren't, they, the elite class want you to believe that they're in control of everything. But actually what they're doing is getting in front of these things because they have a lot more access to the knowledge that they've hidden away from us. And so then they're like, oh, did you see that thing in the sky? Yeah, we did that. And it's like, no, you actually didn't. But it's sold that way. And then people give them so much power because they believe that they have it. But what they're actually doing is just putting on a production using elements of reality that are already happening that they don't have any control over. Right. Well, just um, predictive programming. Um, do you know my Google search bar? They put a little picture on their Google today of a little UFO coming over a mountain. Oh, boy. <laughs> What they doing? <laughs> well, Skull, what you were talking about how how the the uh, the elites get out in front of things. Well, they have you know they have the chronology as well. They have the timeline. They know what happens when. Okay. They have they know when these signs in the sky that uh, you know that our that our phones and our screens have taken the place of. Uh, they know when they happen and they know what to look for and whatever. And and I think that's I think you're absolutely correct. And uh, a lot of these things are just 
cyclical resets that they know oh, about. They know, right. they, yeah. they know about them. I mean, they know about, oh, yeah, they've they've known about them for generations. Music. Yeah. yeah. That, that kind of brings us into our subject because um, speaking of the Chinese, the Chinese thought that this dragon in the sky was uh, related to this reset, right? Right. Well, all Chinese dragons have a beard. Yeah. Right. right. White beard. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're the only dragon in, you know, I'm from Wales. My ex, I, 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 can I share screen? I got some pictures. I could. Uh, so, um, excuse me. I'm from Wales. And um, I don't know if you can see that there. Can you? Yeah, you can. Um, and that's my flag of my country, okay? So Hang on, let me put the, Zoom up on which that. Which looks very much like screen. a griffin. Uh, some people say it's very, <clears throat> it looks exactly like the Tatarian griffin, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Chinese uh, dragon, and I've, uh, Jason's got an idea of what it is about, you know, that they had this race of uh, people in the past, and they were um, maybe angry, white, had white beards. Um, and then this is a depiction of like, you know, sort of like scaremongering. I'll give you some ideas because I can tell you I've got a lot of stuff on dragons. Um, <clears throat> so I did cover the dragon in my first book, um, Hug Grail of a Flat Earth. I have um, that book. And I proposed <laughs> that um, I, I also included in um, the synopsis, I think, yeah, I did, um, where I proposed, you know, like fascist technology, electromagnetic technology. So you get the serpent, which is bound around a central coil, okay, which makes an active charge. But you get a lot of serpents without wings, dragons without wings. I'll show you some examples now. But you get dragons with wings. So I was proposing in my book that this is just an analogy for an active charge, okay, of this, of this, whatever, phoenix weapon, if you like which is what we think it is. Now, I'm going to show you. There's a, a load of different images in here. We'll just go through them. It's all going to be dragon-related. Are they electric? This is an image of like a lighthouse, which is just sending electric light bolt, you know, lightning bolts, uh, uh, some sort of what looks like an aquatic dragon. But, you know, what if these creatures were, you know, just um, vapor canopy-type um, massive creatures? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they did exist in a physical sense. There's enough uh, evidence. Um, like in this, they're attacking people. This is in Germany. You know, sort of on the side of a church. where you, Right, right. And then there's the interpretation of the dragon being the devil mm-hmm. or Satan mm-hmm. as well. So that is also out there. There's plenty of interpretations. In the book of um, Wonders... Um, you get, well, that is actually the Hydra, but you do get a many-headed dragons as well, which I'll show you images of. This is an ancient Arab text. The dragon shows up as well in many heads, but it's a bit like the version you get in um, Book of, Book of um, Revelation, you know, the many-headed Hydra, but you also get it in these early Arab Arabic faiths as well. So that's an interesting little image. Look at that multi-headed serpent there. Yeah. That is interesting. And yeah. Jason, you or Martin, I'm sorry, you bring up that um <laughs> Martin, you bring up that as well there are so many different depictions of dragons, some with wings, some without, you yeah. know, very very large, terrible lizards, almost like what they tried to do with the dinosaur cover up, uh taking so many of these varied creatures and pushing them under a new umbrella. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, I, um real quick, um, Martin, can you speak up a little bit? I'm getting from the chat that you're coming a little low. Oh, right. Sorry. Hey, you're good. Can you hear me now? Better? Better? Oh, one that two, sounds better. Uh, let me ask, guys. Guys, can you hear him better? Odyssey, guys, can one you two, hear him better? Two. All right. I think we're doing Are better. his visuals up on the... 
Yes, his visuals Yo. are up on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them up. I oh, see yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the DLive, they're up on the Odyssey. Oh, okay. So um, I don't know what that is, but it's a sort of... Have you ever seen the um, film uh, Peter and the Dragon? Yes. So there's a few films out there where they show you dragons uh, um, talking intelligent. And there's also... I got a painting on my wall over there, a Renaissance artwork, which shows you a lady sort of talking to a dragon. Um, it's Bell, the story of Bell and the Dragon, you know. So it seems to be some sort of like that. Some of them may have been intelligent, and um, you know, maybe you could even fly them. Look at this one. That's a nice little image. And then there's the film that. Oh, what was that film with the Dragon Slayer? That was a good little film. Oh, with Christian Bale. That was a cracking film. That was. Oh, uh, Reign of Fire. Rain of Fire, I fucking love that. I, I, I used to play that um, on PlayStation. I used to play that with death. Yes, <laughs> I love Dragon. that game. Yeah, yeah. what a good game. Yes, yeah. yes. Tesla's Dragon. What a uh, what a nice indication of what you're talking about there. Yeah, exactly. So it's sort of, I think they're sort of telling you there is electromagnetic related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's also been used as a, you know, a keep out because you see them on the old maps. Yep. Also, you know, you can't really hide the fact that you know the. The devil looks like, in this case, just like a dragon. So there's that as well. Yeah, Rain of Fire was <laughs> Rain of Fire was great. That was one Excuse of my... me, that's nothing to do with um, anything to do with dragons. But what it is showing you is the type of um, beachcraft they had on um, on the beaches in the uh, 1600s. So everyone get in and rip along the beach. <laughs> Should have them now. They would be absolutely fantastic. I go on one. So oh man, those are freaking cool! Yeah, a sail, a, like a like it's like a sail taxi car yeah. thing. <laughs> that's Melisilin. Yeah. That you get her on the um, Starbucks uh, image. Yep, Melisilin. Definition. So they were getting around with these. I don't know how widespread they were, but you can see they work like um, like a Dodgem car or what have you, and they're up onto you know obviously this is an electric cable. Um, and they were getting these around, so I mm-hmm. don't know how widespread these things were. That's so. and that's another thing when you you try to explain to people that there was technology, you know, because everybody automatically assumes that um, older the, the further back in time you go, the more primitive things get, you know. Oh. And no, this is fucking late eighteen hundreds. This is way before the car being invented, right? And this is this is just barely supposedly uh, industrial revolution era, you know. And here we are with. With, I mean, it's cabled cars, but still, they're you know they're electric cars. So this is like um, basically you see this setup, right? I've talked about these many times. Um, the basically, I I haven't got a name for it, but I call I call it the um, the the empty night. Okay, there's no one in this night's uh, armor at all. He's mm-hmm. always empty. What they mm. do show you coming out the bottom is the fasces, which looks just like it's a Gatling gun or something. Also here on the shield on the side, you can see this honeycomb thing, which shows you um, lightning bolts coming out there and there, which definitely shows you that it's uh, electric by nature. So Uh, I just reminded because of the circles on there, and I see the honeycomb, and uh, Mind Unveiled just did this massive... Uh, video on the homunculus and a lot of what was covered was the bees and how they were creating these new lives and bees were one of the new lives that came out of these alchemical uh, putrefaction experiments Mm -hmm. yeah I did that about uh, two or three months ago I covered um, bee tech 
where I found that the people in the Renaissance period were using, um, le- well, let part from um, electromagnetic shields in using um, specific uh, types of lace, um, but they were also um, impersonating bees. They were having like bees uh, shapes of wings on the backs of their. I could show you examples, but yeah. Uh, what, did, what did you say was on the lacing? Um, well, it's different. You know, like felt, for example, gets uh, treated with mercury. Some of the lace as well gets uh, treated with arsenic. Arsenic, yeah. Yeah, um, and it gives you electromagnetic shielding. Also, I covered. Um, I found that they were using like sort of Faraday cages for four-poster beds in that period too. Why would they need that? <laughs> they were protecting themselves. The reset. I think it's. I think the. Um, I think the EMF is going up. I think it happens every reset. I think it's okay. Faraday cage four poster beds need to make a comeback then. Yeah. Uh, well, you can buy them online. They're there now. They're coming back. <laughs> We're going to have to buy start- chain mail, which protects you, which is sort of like, which I've proposed loads in the past that knights were not stabby, stabby, fucking wacky, wacky with a fucking mace. Um, I think they had electromagnetic weapons. And I think that chain mail is one of the best, um, you know, electromagnetic protectors you can get. Um, and you can buy them online now for electromagnetic protection. Check this out in Bangkok. That's awesome. So again, it's the serpent and it's wrapped around the central coil. Yeah. This one's got a beard. This is like the Chinese one's the only dragon with a beard. Must be something in there. I don't know what that is. It's a heavy metal band somebody sent me. Okay. So um, I don't know what the fuck these things, they just turn up in the past, but you, I got loads of... Um, ah, ghost. Yeah, like these things here yeah, where they're sort of doing a homage to a dragon. Mm-hmm. I got some evidence of like, of like the alchemy, for example, that you just mentioned. You always see the dragon like this in the alchemical. So, I, I you know, it's, it's sort of... I think it's just a marker for electromagnetics. I really do. You know, the way it's coiling, eating its own tail, you know, like, well, like... A, it's a circuit. It's a circuit. Exactly. Mm. Thank you. That's a good... Yeah. That's a. That's yeah, an interesting exactly. take that that's, that it represents electromagnetic uh, electricity. I really couldn't say what high fuckery is happening here. It looks like Hermes is <laughs> turned out. This looks like somebody was drawing one of those they don't know that I'm whatever comics. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You guys know what I mean. Martin doesn't know. Yes. Oh, hospice of incurables. This is right. Right. And then you got like the Gorgon and she's always pros this woman with like saggy tits and that's all like fucked up. But she's always got the serpents coiled around and she's pointing the serpent mm-hmm. with like a little lightning bolt. This is showing you the disease. It's electromagnetic. This is like something like some kid did from the dead. This looks like something yeah. some kid did on one of the back of his like English tests because he was bored. <coughs> I don't know. It's dead yeah. trick. Yeah, In- interesting. Yeah, you've got like the crone symbolism there with the gorgon, the crone serpent. Yep. I yeah. mean, you've got Caduceus. Yeah, there. there. Yeah, and you got the jester with the the man faced horse, their donkey, whatever that is, man faced donkey. Yeah, well, that's a sort of sphinx. I don't know. Is yeah. a sphinx? Yeah. What's what is that? that container say that he's dripping whatever that mind fluid is that's interesting well it says hoffman on it i wonder if that's like hoffman laboratories <laughs> that'd be good yeah. um, it's an advertisement yeah pre-pfizer <laughs> freaking advertisement right it's french anyway oh. uh, but yeah you got like um 
you'll always get like you know the you know the grim reaper they'll show you the hourglass almost as if like you know the hourglass gets tipped and there's x amount of time is that a gunfight going back on the back or are they dancing what is going on there oh no it's these no. mischievous <laughs> angels man they come and do Joking. shit i don't think they're all about good stuff you know yeah no none of this yeah yeah. She looks like she's getting something pumped into or out of her head. Yeah, yeah look Girl. at that. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. Look, it's a big, like a big needle. Yeah. yeah. Look. Yeah, it's got yeah, a it's pump. A needle to like a bicycle up. pump, looks it's like. Into the head. Yeah. Because that's well, not that's creepy weird. at all. That's not and creepy. And the, the, the donkey yeah. thing has something pouring out of his head, too. So I wonder, I, I mean, obviously that must be related in some way. God knows. That's high, 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 high strangeness. Well, yeah, you yeah. notice too the thing going into the woman's head. It's it's almost like a uh, faucet coming out the other side, spitting out yeah, what, look at what that there, like an incantation. Yeah. Have have you ever talked about the little thing that the jester's holding? Sometimes it looks like the man on the moon, the man on the moon, or something. Well, in the fool's cat map, he's yeah. the, these characters who portray jesters often hold something that looks like a crescent, a crescent moon. He's got one there. Yeah, it's it'll be like a face, but it'll be like a it'll be like a you know like an imitation of the jester. Sometimes yeah. it'll be on like the end of the stick, but it's always a moon face, like Moon Man. That's interesting. Might be yeah. something in there. Mm. I haven't really noticed that before. Hmm. So yeah, that's a freaky image. I haven't actually it is, man. that before. The, somebody drew that with pencil and was like, yeah, "Yep, it was French." You're so old, didn't see that. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that that yeah. explains a lot of it. Just oh, the- so usually, like, this is on the Bay of Tapestry. Mm-hmm. You see Elon Musk there and the dragon crew. Uh, Elon Musk, wow. Nothing new under the sun, guys. Nothing new under the sun. This is a real tapestry? But it's no. not. The tapestry, no, this, is, this looks like a, one of those joke tapestries. It is one of those jokes ones. Okay. But yeah. It would be great anyway if it was real. Yeah. <laughs> but what is real oh. is that Elon Musk is going to fight Mark Zuckerberg. In, in in the octagon at a UFC. Really? Yes. Yes, they're actually going ahead with that. 50-year-old Elon Musk is going to fight 30-whatever-year-old Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg, happens. Zuckerberg is yeah, 5'10 and has... Zuckerberg is 5'10 and has and has a five-foot reach. He has a very, very small reach. For What's someone. this Cherubinowski doing? What well, it looks like he's riding a dragon. This dragon's like sort of just... Submitted and he's like going to ride it, yeah. Again, that... suggesting and it might not. This is in um, the grounds of Versailles, Paris. Okay. You know, wow. This so. is another one of those statues that's just an amazing work of art in general. Oh, Besides, you see them, I got a collection of them just for this part of uh, Versailles. All of them are the best masterpieces, right? And, and, and of course, and of course, these you know, these are hand chiseled by some guy, right? But yeah, I, apparently, I, yeah, I don't, I still don't understand how that works. Like some of these things are so intricate that they can't don't be reproduced. <laughs> What's that? They were created by an eighty-year-old blind sculptor who died upon completing the last stroke of yeah, the last statue. It's always something like that. Yeah. I know it is freaky. I don't know how they don't fuck it up. Well, one chip and you got to start over. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't no necessarily buy that. I don't believe this. It's like one of those okay. Tartari things, like the, the one that, the one that, you know, we like to talk about, like the, um, the rape of Persephone and all those other amazing Italian works of oh, my bunny. marble. And yeah. <laughs> and, it's, bunny and it's just like, no way they carved that. That had to be. The net. 
The net, the net, the net yeah. What if the yeah. see-through? What about the one with the veil, where you can see the woman's yeah. face through the veil? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I got many examples of that. Yeah, many and it's like, come on, there's something going on, and I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but look at these. Things. Yeah, look at this. Look I used to do metal crafting. This is like this is. How do you get the symmetry? Right. Yeah, it's just absolutely insane. This is this is another level. I don't. I don't know of anybody today that can achieve something like this. Is this an AI picture? Or is this some real perfect modern tool? No, this is um, Byzantine um, um, military. Okay, uh, so this help. is okay. But, you know, oh my yeah. god! I know it's crazy shit. Now. That is Imagine amazing. Imagine that coming towards you. Do you know, like um, on the film um, Immortals, when you see um, mm-hmm. oh, when they no, like in the Spartans. What's it called? That film? Uh, oh, three hundred. The three hundreds when you get the immortals coming at you and they got them fucking masks on because underneath they ain't even human, yeah? yeah. Very similar to these masks, I thought, just because they were Persian. So there's a similarity going on. So they are taking examples out of real, you know, real examples artifacts. But yeah, something going on. Um, so this is World War Two. Um, the Empire, uh, excuse me, the Tower of Eiffel. And there looks like this to be some sort of uh, metal thing going on here because it's like some sort of electrical array in there. If they're using it for something electrical, um, like it was supposed to be in World War Two, but they got it all Faraday caged off. And they even got like a guard watching it. So I don't know what they're doing in there. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And this is one thing we do find in the past is everyone gets fucking killed. And these lot... The backer sites, they got everyone like, you know, the elites, these are, okay, this is all they do is fuck all all day, and I uh, think that we got to give them our energy. The way to, um, you know, end all of that is everyone say, no, we're not going to consent anymore to your bullshit, you lot got to fuck off, we can manage fine without you, and we're going to now have a civilization of love and trust and no more fear. Look at this. Tickle a fanny oh. with a feather. Yeah. <laughs> what did you, you say? Isn't it nice weather? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just passed a bunch of Blake drawings too, eh, didn't you? Yeah, Blake was here. Yeah, I love yeah, those. Yeah, they They're are great. amazing, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, Pan. Yeah, so trippy. Yeah, look at that. Man. That's great. I oh, love I that. I don't know. They're just freaky, all of Blake's stuff. Yeah. Just fucking Very odd. Very odd. But again, that's a reset narrative for, for it, you know? Yep. This fucking shit. Oh, my God. But it's all coded, and the messages are all there. Mm-hmm. It definitely looks like polar activity, right? Polar, like two poles, north south. All oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. He's two Again, entities. Very dragon-like. Mm. Yeah, Blake's crazy, crazy good artist. If he is a thing, so ah, okay, push <laughs> can't break. So werewolves apparently uh, were documented quite a bit in Germany in the past. Oh yeah, tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed to be a thing in the past and recorded. That might be a thing as well, where people in the full moon turn into a murderous wolf. <laughs> Resident yeah, we, Evil just had a game, uh, not too recently, but a couple of years ago, come out called The Village, and it's about lycanthropes. And they're kind of a hybrid between the actual full turning into the wolf, where it becomes a, a animal creature, 
and a human to where they look more like a kind of Bigfoot type creature. Yeah, and it's good. I don't watch it. I, I love my Rousey stuff. It's a, it's a good game. I, I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, my son, I plays all, I've been playing them years, the Rousey's. I played them all. Yeah, is this the, the Cursing of Lycaeus? <coughs> I think it is. Look at all of these bits of chopped up human and entrails. Yeah, look at whatever. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so whatever weapon that is, it looks definitely electromagnetic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever's going. Lightning. There's a lightning and bolt. He's got in one a, head. Is it Zeus? Lightning bolt. Yeah, Zeus. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, we I did an episode on. We did like Anthropes recently. That was fun. Those are. Uh, you have covered them. It's really interesting. It I is. There's something in it, you know. It really. Oh, absolutely. There is something to it. There wouldn't be. There. It wouldn't be legend if it wasn't partially true at some point. Well, this is it. Folklore mm-hmm. is usually real, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it is. You know, Martin, quick question, just seeing this image of Zeus uh, reminds me of the prominence of uh, storm gods, of storm gods throughout mythology, and yeah. is, do you think there's any connection there with that electromagnetic power that sure. you know, could have been coursing you know, through Poseidon. this ancient world? Yeah, we got, we got him, he's got like the fascia, he's got Poseidon, he's got like a triton, and it's like, basically it's a tuning fork, isn't it? You know, they show you mm-hmm. the movies, he's, you know, he causes a fucking tsunami with this. You know, I think it's all vibrational, this place. By nature, it is anyway. Um, so it would make sense that they would use, you know, subtle energy. You know, how very fucking clever, isn't it? You know, radiation is invisible, isn't it? Okay, and things do radiate, guys. That's a fucking fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. you fucking microwave oven. So, um, well, yeah, that they would use that. That would be a thing that they would do. It's, uh, I just watched uh, a clip from Clash of the Titans where Poseidon releases the Kraken. Yeah, well, actual. that's the one I'm think. That's the one I was just envisioning, and he, and he yeah. goes down, but he gets fucked up for that. He gets mm. in bad trouble. Look at this for high which level. Clash of the Titans though? The original claymation. The original, absolutely. Oh, the original. Yeah, it's oh, right. a good one. I was on about the new one. The good one. Oh no! The, the, you have to go with the original terrible claymation. I know. Oh yeah. my god, it's so bad. I know. So Love that movie up. though. So bad, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched Jason and the Argonauts re- relatively recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's a nice. That's a cool little film. Some really good. Uh, so, uh, uh, that statue you just passed is that supposed supposed to be carved out of a single piece of marble? Because if so, marble. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Wow. Of course. Put the hammer and chisel. And it's supposed to be um, one man. If you what? look into this... his uh, career. Um, I can't imagine him doing that body of work in his lifetime. It's a bit like the Beatles, you know, an impassable yeah. amount of content for the period. They were and that's about. one piece of marble. I'm yeah, starting to think, I'm starting to think that you want to see the, uh, he's got a, there's a whole, um, school called the Ovidians, Vidian art, um, by Benini. And it is mind blowing the intricacy guys. He's just, Oh, t- take your head off. I could show you videos of it. I got so much of that mm. stuff. And we're we're, gonna, we're dragging in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, look at that fucker. <laughs> oh, you get a lot of dragons all over municipal buildings. I definitely mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. that it's a bit of a, you know, these two got back to back. So it's two opposing, you know, wings open, active charge, opposing. Just like the fasces, perfect symmetry. You know, it's all the whole coding. They got flames coming up their fucking asses. It's, you know, well, what does a dragon do? Breathes fire. Right. Yeah? It's apparently, yeah. So, is that, is that an electromagnetic tech? Is, is they mean lightning instead of like flame fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. 
So, um, yeah, they are all over the British churches, dragons, and they're very prominent here in Wales where I live because it's on our flag. Um, there's spooky shit going on in Bern in Switzerland. Yeah, they got like weird as fuck architecture. Like, oh, absolutely, some of yeah. Really improper, mm-hmm. like, you know, it looks peedy. And they got all sorts of weird shit all over. No one seems to take any fucking notice. Isn't Bern, like, is Bern the place where they have the, um, is that the statue eating the babies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. They. Because yeah. of course the Swiss have it. Well, of course. Yeah, yes. weird. It's weird. Well, we we uh, so a while back we we did an episode on Switzerland, and while we we fell down the rabbit hole live on the show about how much of uh, what we consider the New World Order is headquartered in Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, it's basically that's headquarters for the bad guys. Yeah, that's no literally. shit. I definitely think so. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, it's where the CIA is headquartered. You know, because it's central. That's you know, if you think Langley is central, I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell to you. Um, <laughs> like exactly. all, so it makes sense. It makes sense that that would be in Switzerland as well. That there would be dragon connections in Switzerland as well. Cool, because caves, dragons live in caves and high and mountains. Their and neutrality in world wars, just like oh, the Swedes, yeah, they don't please. have to be included in World War One or World War Two. Never had a really. shot fired on its, on oh. its soil in anger. Yeah, right. Yeah, try try being neutral during a new world order operation and see how well that works out for you. <laughs> the clo- Didn't work the out closest- too well during COVID. Mm. The closest they got to um, war, uh, Switzerland, is when Steve McQueen nearly jumped the fence in the Great Escape. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that movie. It's the best, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you go back that's and watch really... those now. You go back and watch those now, and you're like, man, there are literally no guys like that alive anymore. Steve McQueen was a fucking legend, man. Yep. I love the film Bullet. That car chase. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. one of the best car chases in any movie ever. 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 Sorry, Jags. You know, Sorry, Jags. Uh, better we... than all 10 of the Fast and Furious. Sorry, Jags. I tell you, you'd love this one, Johnny. Right? We was um, we watched it yesterday, right? Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, with, man. With um, Al Pacino, and he robs the bank. Mm-hmm. He's a total clusterfuck. You ever seen it? Yep. That was a great movie. <coughs> totally good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So this is supposed to be the Tatarian monster. Uh, Apparently it showed up in Barcelona, okay? Um, And it's supposed to have looked like that. A lion, a lizard, big pair of titties, wings open. Who knows? It reminds me of Tiamat. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, Yeah, Boston Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's got red lipstick on. I don't know what's going on there. She still has to look good for the boys, okay? Right. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> she made herself up before she hit, hit terra firma. <laughs> okay, come on, the water. There's another Blake. Now, speaking of Tiamat, now, yeah. there's, is, now, this is a way off topic, but also using Tiamat. And now, Tiamat was supposedly a planet, right, between Earth and Mars, or between Marth and Mars and Jupiter. But it, whatever, it blew up, and that's the that's the, the asteroid. That's the belt asteroid separates belt. Mars from the Jovian worlds. Okay, so it's, okay, so it's, it's the other way. So it's on the other side of Mars. Um, why would they have named it Tiamat? It's just kind of odd, you know. Like you have every other planet oh. is named every other planet is named after a god except Earth, and then you had Tiamat, which is not Earth, a god. yeah for yeah hmm. almost. Mm. Word yeah, heart is in the word. Uh, oh, absolutely. Earth is Earth is an anagram for heart. Yeah, I I find that yeah. really strange. Yeah, look a winky dink there. Mm-hmm. Well, and I I think Tiamat, at least in certain beliefs, too, equates a lot of like Christians equate it with Leviathan, and so they they look at it as like this ancient primordial force 
or primordial civilization that was destroyed. And so that's like the best name they can give it. Or, you know, they're just telling you about the goddess they worship. <laughs> Here's some spooky shit going on here with the, the Louvre. They had mm-hmm. a pyramid. Uh, Pinochet had a pyramid made uh, back in the 90s. This pyramid is outside. It's sort of, don't go with one of the, this is the biggest museum in the world. Yeah, it's the longest build, uh, fronted building of antiquity in the world. Okay, and then they stick this fucking big pyramid there, six hundred and sixty-six panes of glass. Huh, that's a lot of panes of glass. What's all this? What's all this uh, Japanese flag stuff? And there's the you'll see in us some sort of. Sorry, what was that? Oh yeah, that that was. Um, I find it fascinating um, that this is um, the occupation of the Pacific and how close they became to Australia. Um, so this is the Japanese Empire, World War II, the mm. territory they okay. covered. It's quite mind-blowing, don't you think? Mm. Yeah, no. I, I, is, is that how many of them that they could literally cover all of these yeah. in jungle areas and stuff? Doesn't make, any sense. Doesn't make any sense. They had so, some Japanese guy who was like 25 years after. He, saw, he, he was still on the island. They fought the that, guy's, that guy was awesome. I awesome. I talked about that guy recently. He still thought the war was going, and he was... Yeah. Uh, living out in the jungle for 25 years. He never man. gave up. He, man. He, oh, he had, man. They had to bring back his commander from 25 years prior, who was an elderly man at the time, to convince the guy that the war was over and that he finally needed to surrender because he wasn't going to do it otherwise, and he was going <laughs> to just stay out in the jungle killing anybody who came after him. Brilliant. That's, yeah. I mean, oh. wow. That's like the ultimate. You know, anyway, if you that, that's loyalty, dude. That's loyalty. I yeah, hope he stayed so. in the jungle and, and just lived his life in peace after that. <laughs> he got married, actually, and uh, retired in Japan and actually had a peaceful life, end of his life in Japan. Huh. Nice. Yeah, he oh, he deserved it. He deserved it. Yeah. There's yeah. a film with Lee Marvin having the Pacific when he's stuck on a Pacific island with a Japanese and the two of them are Lee Marvin and the Japanese guy fucking one another up all the time. Yeah. But they find that they got to work together to survive and they become friends. Have you guys yeah. seen that film? Have yeah, the they, they made a remake of it with the... The, the enemy mine where they did it on a oh are they yeah enemy mine. yeah 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 with with lewis gossett jr what a uh, weird yeah, yeah. fuck what a weird Somewhere. anti-white movie that was because the 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 it was terrible the movie was awful it's terrible and the guy got he just hatched a baby out of his whenever it's <laughs> fucking weird isn't it from yeah but um but the lee marvin movie that was that was funny it was kind of funny because they would always fuck each other up and then yeah yeah and then they had to work together yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that film. The originals are oh, there you go. Are, are almost always better than the remakes. Almost almost always. Oh wow. That's huge. Uh, what is that? Piece. It's one one stone. And they've yeah. worked together on this one. Um but what I find fascinating is when when I've been studying all of this evidence for stonework, right? What I don't seem to see is is doing it. It's always the finished fucking product. Yeah? Right. Like almost as if like oh we just cleaned this up and that's what you're seeing. Mm. You know, Quick, put this any... smock on. Yeah, you know. You know Get up on her leg. That'll be funny. Picture. Hold the it's yeah. Like... There's set. There's set. No, there's no way that these six guys. You know, this is like an album cover for uh for well, this is like a modest mouse album cover. I'll tell you what. Once I realized those guys weren't really sitting on that piece of rebar up in the skyscraper in New York, hundred percent, we on that. Yeah. Yeah, now, oh, real quick on the wings on that too. 
those wings, so I don't know if this is supposed to be a progress photo or not, but it looks like those wings are actually damaged, not like they're just being carved. Wait a minute. Too. Is this the is this the same one? It's that, like laying in a veil. But also, you know, this is the same like angel that they used for uh, In Utero, Nirvana's album cover. Trumpet seems... Where's yeah. the, what the fuck is this long thing here? It's like blowing an instrument, like a trumpet of sorts. Yeah. But yeah, it seems complete. Um mm. But yeah, that's or, a bit rough there. See yeah. what you're saying? And, like it's got these things coming out of its feet, like it's going to be mounted by know, its that's feet. That's a really weird picture. I'm getting a weird buzz off that. Yeah. She's not trans, at least. That's comforting. Deceiving in some No, way. because the hips line up with the navel. But they stole antiquity, so it's not going to be <laughs> a beyond the bombs possibility that they just found that shit and they're cleaning it up. Yeah. Well, I I definitely subscribe to uh, John Levi's inheritors theories. <laughs> You know, so power plants. Check that out for the power plants. Oh wow, that's cool. That's a fuck ton of spark plug bells. Uh, Johnny, you mentioned inher- You know, we're inheritors theory. The that, this right here again. That will as the EM lifts. All of this stuff's going to start becoming active. I bet some of these fucking vermanas that are just sat there will just go ping. Zzz. Start flying all of a sudden. I think they're going to be all over CNN. Vimana started flying today in New Delhi. Look at this fucking thing, yeah. yeah. It's like steps this in China. It goes up and it's just this, hmm. you know, what would. Um, what is that? Is that the, was that a bunch of pastries? Is it? No, I'm kidding. That looks like when my, my disc goes flying at work at the shop. Right. <laughs> how big is that? How big is that disc? Show us happening yet? Have a look. How, how large is that disc? Okay. So that's the jester again, isn't it, guys? Martin, that disc, how large was that disc? Is anyone there? Hello, guys? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. I can't hear anyone. Uh, Uh-oh. Martin can't uh, hear anyone. That's Mar- the issue. Yeah. Where's everyone gone? We're still here, Martin. You guys can hear me, right? Guys? Yes, we can. Where are you? Okay. Yeah, I think it might be Martin's connection. Might be the connection. Mm. All right, fair enough. Can you hear us yet? Hello. Yes, I can hear. I can hear you, Mark. Oh, you can still. Oh, fucking carry on then. We can That's hear awesome. okay. you. So, something about this fucking weird shit. Okay. So yeah, Jester. He's having uh, what looks like a Bloody Mary, and he's got a nice big. Um, Chicken leg, because chickens are damn so big, apparently, in the past. He's fashioning a pair of budgie smugglers, so is the nature of fashion in the medieval period. And this guy here, he just blown his head off uh, with a bong or something, because his head's turned to dust. So, it's even Interesting, you got the three horns there. Oh, look at this, they made. Whoa. Aha! So I'm a pirate. I was definitely a pirate in previous lives. I've definitely... Pirate material. Arr. And plus, I'm like rich and navy. So, anyway, so this one's cool. a bit of a high fuck up. So, what is it for? I wonder. It's got Antiquatech at the top. It's probably uh, a balloon platform. Drop in on there. Down the staircase. Down there. And straight on top of that mountain. Perfect. That's level five from Mario Three. <coughs> so, this is a genius move in Vietnam War. Is um, they're going to get bombed because they're in like you know Saigon, so they 
literally hiding uh, the sewers. Peace bombs come dropping. So it's nature of war, which is boring, by the way. I should get rid of all that. Not, never really been a fan. And this is um, in Wales. I took this, and this is a mud-flooded church. This window is actually um, fucking much, much lower, and all of this mud has come along somewhere in the past during a cataclysmic mud flood event, hmm. which we got so much evidence for. And they found a civilization. See, you have these mud flooded churches. Say, um, oh, we founded it. Um, yeah, because they fucking found it. Yeah, they founded it. Uh, Grognak, you've got a bunch of these uh, these kind of buildings in Worcester. And doing some alterations here. Putting some stairs up here. Can you guys not hear me? I hear you. Just okay. Martin doesn't hear us. Oh, Martin doesn't hear us. Oh, Martin's okay. Maybe, maybe we should have him rejoin the call. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah okay. Hang on. Um, but he's gonna let the message him though. Yeah. You built maybe. Uh, difficult to say. Difficult to say. Draconies. So you get them on old maps as well. You get them on a few that show you like. Um, there's dragons if you go to this land. I think it's like just scaremongering tactics. And uh, sea serpents. Apparently they're a thing. When I was in a merch, the captain said to me, mind sea snakes because they can grab you by the leg and pull you under. So I still don't know to this day if he was just pulling my leg, which might have been. I took that last year, the oldest, Britain's oldest store. I was like, well... It's fucking little, isn't it? And people, you know, were they were they littler? Or how deep does this door even go? Um, for the oldest door in Britain. But it is downstairs, by the way. Because obviously it's much worse. Bingo. So on the old maps there, this is in Oregon. You can see there is a depression there. It's the Great Basin. Okay, but in the past, there was a great lake and islands as well. And then a mud flood came and filled it all in. Which you can see there's antediluvian, they say, deposits of mud flow, which are these bits here that go all the way to the sea, which is a mud flood. So that happened there in Oregon. And it's also, I think this might be a clue as well. You see on a lot of the old maps this Q U I V thing. I've seen it for like Alaska and boards in an interterrier as well. Across a bit. I think there might be something in it, I'm not sure what, but a marker for some. Some peoples? Well, I don't know. So, Brian Cox, he's a bit of a cunt, isn't he, guys? Yeah, what a fucking wanker. So, science has ruled out humans having souls. I think in this case, he's fucking definitely right. Okay? Look at him. Well. Look at him. He's, he's got that microphone. No, I can he's see the chat on the side of the screen. He's, <laughs> he's got the chat on the side of the screen. It cheers me up, guys, honestly. And I've been really ill, so I'm venting on fucking... Run cockless cocks, okay? Pretending he's a dude. No worries. We all know he ain't. So, yeah, in there, a lot of them statues could be dead people. We've proposed as well on Flat of British. Here's a monk mm -hmm. who's been buried inside of a gold casket. I have so, seen these. These are kind of cool. So, is what he wanted to they do. They do an entire, like, several year long ritual to break their bodies down and then they're buried Bodies underground. Alive in there. So, where are you all, guys? Oh, I'm talking Mar to myself. Martin, check the chat. Check the chat. Been going an hour. Check, check the chat. Check the chat, Martin. <laughs> so, 
Oh, oh, yeah, Mark, that, check uh, the chat. That was Peruvian. That's fun in Peru. Oh. And it's got nice little plaits and stuff. Uh, they, they say stay pretty well. There's no other way to, to get a hold of him. Geyser. Apparently. So there's my Cymru Eye Bath, okay, which means Wales forever. I'm from Wales. That's my flag. Martin. Bollocks. You can't hear so, us. Just move that up. Want so to, uh, we've got an old Chinese man. And it and bring him back in. What you see is I mean, um, down in what's supposed to be Antarctica. Uh, maybe you should do that. Elephants. End the call and bring him back in. I can't, uh, I don't, yeah, I can't bring, bring him back in. Back. He's, got, he's got to join. And Dracone. He'd have to Dragon. rejoin. The dragon's living in Antarctica. So they've got all critters. I think they've got, got the link, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just do it. Just send the call for everybody and we'll all just rejoin. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, all right. Antarctica. All right. Reinhardt, are you here? I am. All right, you want to... Uh, yeah, there you go. Poopy, I hate doing that. I know. He just throws off his headset like the Jose Mourinho meme. I'm done. Right, 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 right. right, right. All right. He'll Hi. figure it out. He, he's got to come back. He's got to look at the chat now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, this this is what happens when you, uh, mm-hmm. you're talking across the pond sometimes. Mm. So we're we're talking we're talking about dragons with Martin, and I hope he jumps back in sooner than later because I feel bad. I thought we'll just tell him that the call dropped, and you and I just resend him an email. You're like, hey, please rejoin. Yeah, go ahead, do that. Somebody send him an email. Yeah, and he's got so many pictures, man, and there's so much cool stuff. Um, as far as that picture. Skull with the uh, the tower of bodies, whatever that was. Yeah. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. That's one that's of those. Just, uh, there's the dude. That's insane. I've never seen that before. That was the first time I saw it. I was like, wait, that's one piece of marble. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know people could do amazing things and stuff, but like like you guys said earlier, it's like one miss of the chisel, and it's like, oh, I fucked that up. I start over. It's like, no. Yo. Hello. Hey, there he is. There he is. There hey. is. Martin, can you hear us? Anybody. Hello, hello. Yeah, he can't hear us again. We can't. Uh, guys, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. We. Do you hear us? That's just so weird. Why can't he hear us? Yeah, I don't know. We can hear you, sir. Yeah, this this is. This live stream is not going as be- as well as we like. Okay. I think. Can you can you you guys though? Oh, I yeah, got the chat. The just got, got the chat up. Uh, yeah, we can. Can you can you you can't hear us though. I can hear you on yeah. You, you hear, hear us? Now? I can sort of mm-hmm. hear you on this phone. Doesn't seem like it. Okay, I think he's coming. It's coming through. Um, only through the phone, through the telephone, through the stream. Yeah. So your Zoom. Is it the screen share? Maybe it's the screen share or something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I need a restart of Zoom or uh, or just a quick internet reset. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what to tell. Yeah. Poop. I'll show you some other stuff is cool now. 
But yeah, um, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about Zoom. I just know how to log in and do the bit and do the show. I don't know anything about yeah. about you, settings or anything. Might need him to uh, to restart his Zoom. Yeah. Or just check his internet. He could probably hear did. us now on the stream. I just did. Hmm. Oh, internet's good. I can hear you through the through the device. Oh, we can hear you okay if you want to continue. Well, yeah, but the thing uh, is, though, is like that doesn't through the device that doesn't help anyway, for conversation. There's going to be massive be, lag. Yeah, massive yeah. lag through the thing. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll try that for a bit. So go ahead and. Yeah, All right, well, I, I can't stay forever though, because I tell you why. Because Cheryl's just fallen asleep. That's the first time in three days. Oh, okay. And um, I, I don't want to fucking wake her. I can hear me, but I'm dead. I'm like, I'm seconds behind. Mm. Okay, let's share. So, thinking, oh, post disabled sharing option. Bummer. Second. Oh, share. Share screen. Hold on. Oh, oh thanks, bros. Hold on, we're sharing screens. No share option. Okay, uh, tell him, hang on one second, hang on. No. That's not what I wanted. One second, share options. Thank you. There it is. He should be able to now. I'm going to look at some statues, eh? Should be able to now. Okay. Just a second. That's something very cool for you. Do, 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 do. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hmm. Anyway, let me try and uh, share. See what goes on. Are we still uh, live, are we? Yes. Yes, we are still yeah, live. So. Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And share option. Right, let's have a look at some images of groovy statues and stuff in the past. I've got, like, so many, and they are pretty fab and well worth a look at. Let's have a look. So, this one I catches people out with. This is a good, fun one, this is. It's like, you show this statue, it's like, oh, right, that's, you know, really, really well made. And you've got all of the... Oh, let me turn this fucking phone down, that's off putting. I put on a thumbnail nail once and it was like, everyone was like, whoa, that's really hot. Look at the ass on that. And not, when you look into it, right? If you look on the other side, it's got a dick. Is it, <laughs> is it, uh, it's uh, what I call Mephrodite in statue form. It's good for winding people up though. So yeah, that's a um, crazy, crazy quality, weird artwork for the fucking Phoenicians. So look what this cat's doing. He's writing shit down by that chair behind him. So this guy's in um, 
Iceland. He's an Icelandic man. But this is an ancient chair of tapestry behind him. Shows some sort of guy coming up out of the water. Um, bird with wings open. You always see these in these images. I proposed it's uh, if you get a dove and it's flying down, wings open, active charge again. <coughs> uh, okay. So let's have a look what we got. So if things are subject to entropy. There's no doubt about it. You know, if you go back to the sandstone stuff, you know, things get bashed and washed uh, through time. There's no doubt about that. But you don't see the same for the classical artworks. They don't seem to be affected by any time or anything. So I really do think that the classical artworks, you know, Michelangelo, uh, etc., are much more recent than what they say in Renaissance period, 500 years ago, blah, blah, blah. Something else. They know that these are old world items. They know it. And that's the whole thing with them. Look at the size of this fucking thing. This is in Senegal, hmm. in Africa. Where they put up a massive statue. Looks more like Russia. That's Senegal. And a bit of the ancient world. Just left there. Okay. What's the actual explanation for that? Get to some good, cool statuage. Oh, I forgot he has now. So yeah. these are in the great in the expositions, <laughs> which covers endlessly. And they've got the bull, that's very significant. We know that because of the Moses narrative. Uh, fucking hell. These are the same pictures. Scroll up a minute. Scroll down, I should say. Okay, look at the fucking quality of that. This is in a great exposition. I know it's only a vase, but what in the actual fuck? All of it, every single inch of this thing is is quality. The wobbly column of pure marble. I oh, you think they'd done that in antiquity and then delivered it on a horse and cart. And that, delivered down a horse and cart. That must have been a bit dodgy. Maybe they wrapped it all up in a load of cotton wool because the roads were all made of cobble or mud. Uh, just makes no fucking sense. <clears throat> So I wonder what that says. Zeke Heil. Zeke fucking Heilin, isn't he? Mm. I think he is. The Romans, they did that. They did that. Oh, here's another Zeke Heiler. I think it's uh, George Washington. Might be. Yep. I think it is. I think it's old George. Brit. Blech. I was offering this sort of leaf. They look really weird, the Phoenicians. They don't look human at all. They never look human. I think they've fucking aquatic beings anyway everything is we're fish out of water we're in a liquid solution it's not about that mm. coming to this world in water come out gasping for fucking breath because we're put into a thinner liquid medium the ship coming out of that building and that is Paris Exposition yep as is that with the aquatic mermaidy theme, which you get a lot. There's a Native American. Native American on a horse. Where the hell is that? The quality of the old world, though, guys. Fuck me. Mm. They're always staring at you, them statues, and they really do seem to have some quality of life. It's very spooky. Oh fuck me! I'm sick of seeing them two fucking showing up over and again. Let's have a look. 
yeah, I'm starting to get like temperature, guys. I'm gonna have to go soon. Feeling fucking getting late. That's why. It's always worse at night. Let's have a look. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Have you ever seen this? This is in um, Valencia, and you see like uh, Theseus taking the gorgon's head off. But there you same tech. Can't look at her. Uh, she turns you to stone. You could look at it in the mirror. Uh, you can't look at her directly. And it's serpents in her hair. Yeah, electromagnetic. Definitely do feel. Ugh. Yeah, shimmer can't you, you guys. I'll turn this up on this. It is a little bit annoying. Oh. Plus, I don't even know if I'm being heard. <laughs> oh, no, we definitely hear you, Martin. It's, right, uh, that's freaky. That's yeah. a nice touch, isn't it? The cherub and with the, with the skull. They do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I just stayed in a house with cherub like literally everywhere. I thought it was like quite ironic considering I go on about them all the time and everywhere I looked, there was a cherub. I was like, <laughs> weird. But they are good images, these. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's nothing to do with history, but it might give you a giggle. <laughs> so that's London. Place I've lived in, worked in, and it's fucking horrible. That's some of these are just ridiculous. This artwork, you guys. I know Martin so, can't hear us. When was so. it built? Eighteen thirty-nine or eighteen seventy-six? Hmm? Oh yeah. So well. they found it in eighteen thirty-nine. Can't be built on both dates. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, that's also in London. That looks like several different styles of architecture, too. No, that's a freaky statue, isn't it? The woman with many breasts. Jeez. It looks like a tree. Like a dog on a side of the head. Two dog heads. Plant two points. dog heads, two giant asses, and two, four, six, freaky eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, like sixteen tits. Element. Jesus. It's like a dog. A lot of asses. No, those are, yeah, those, are those are boobs. The back, though. Oh, those are, yeah, those are gigantic. Yeah, and how many ass cheeks she got? One, two, four, six, fucking hell, eight. Oh, the one on the left is ass cheeks. Oh, my God. I just didn't. I thought yeah, they were all have, boobs. You'd have a brilliant. Um, you'd have brilliant fun with that. I thought those were all boobs at first. I No, the one on the left is ass. Okay. <laughs> Both. I'd have a go. Yes. Somebody's having a good time there. That's. that's yeah, I know. That's African yeah, it, music. It's ass cheeks, man. Fucking yeah. hell. Hey, can you hear us again, Martin? You can hear us now, Martin? Oh, man, boobs and ass cheeks. Fucking loads of them. You just get lost in a world of boobs and ass cheeks. It'd be fucking brilliant. The lag. The lag. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These beards. What is this guy? No. What is this guy here? Only on, I can hear you a little bit. I'm, Moses. On, on my device, yeah. On okay, the phone. okay. Borrowing a device. <coughs> so Moses is a bit horny as well, isn't he? Okay, so this is Moses. This All is right. Moses. He's mm. always portrayed with horns. Mm. Yeah, yeah the, the, the twin horns of light, and then they they uh, always turn it into animalistic or devil type horns. Well, he brings in a load of fucking rules and stuff as well. We're supposed to do as we were told, and it's like, who the fuck is he anyway? <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah, it sounds like a bit of a cunt to me. Fuck, fuck him off. Og the giant give him a good kicking. Apparently, he was a psychopathic, psychopathic murderer anyway, Moses. So you know. Like to kill people. So, uh, see this? This is electromagnetic uh, clothing. Um, Man. 
So wow. the felt in it has been treated with mercury, and it's um, which has electromagnetic block, blocking abilities. Um, it's also monster energy and the, drink and the colors. Silk is, um, the excuse me, the <laughs> lace has been treated with arsenic as well, which has so got sick. blocking abilities. So they were protecting themselves with EM in the past, guys. Definitely, I think that was what was the, the top hats and stuff and the umbrellas were for back then. And that sort of ended, you know, six, 1700s, something like that. 1600s, it was all in wigs. The men were bald. They said it was syphilis. It wasn't. Mm. It's Gorgon again. Hmm. Faceless night. That's spooky, that is. Mm. You never see the... Always the faceless night. never see who it is. It's really spooky. So, Mesloamerican, I wonder what their interpretation is for what they see. Armadillo head. Yeah. Yeah, they're really fucking stupid, aren't they? It's all armadillo clothing, isn't it? I, never, I wanted to see an armadillo. I've never seen an armadillo. <laughs> Just, oh, man. This woman here smiling, <laughs> checking up. The, he uh, went to Texas, he didn't see an armadillo, well. damn it. Yeah. The only reason she went in there. Uh. The size of it, though, this statue, one piece of stone. The fingers, oh. too. Curled fingers. This guy no, definitely did not miss Squat's day. I seen a rat snake, <laughs> and I seen... Um, I wanted to see a rattle, rattler, but no. This guy does some snake. serious Romanian deadlifts. Yeah. Can we fucking hell? Look it's at the these. aliens from, from Prometheus, right? Right. Troglodytes, maybe living underground. Okay these these are the guys. These are the sleaze stacks. Their eyes are massive. That's what I was just trying to get. Yes, I was gonna. I was drinking my tea, but you beat me to it. There's sleaze stacks. Yeah. Mm. With their helmets. Yeah, they look like they're from Prometheus. The ones that got his hands Why in his Why is it hands in their mouth like yeah, that? I don't get it either. That's weird. They're very nervous. They're like childish or something. Very nervous. Very, very oh, nervous sleaze stacks. Mm -hmm. Temporarily nervous okay. sleaze stacks. <laughs> Made of ivory. The size of that for a bowl. You could fit a lot of sacrificial blood in there. So this thing shoots out of one piece of marble. Mm. And I, how can they make it, lift it? Oh, this is another one of those giant bowls that are like, yeah, physically impossible to make. Bigger than a human. Look how big the people are. They would are. do that. They yeah. would definitely how would they do that. Drain That's what they're it. doing anyway. There were no giants, though, guys. Again, serpents in the air. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few. There's um, one in St. Petersburg. There's one right in your face in um, Vatican. Sweet. These artworks. That's great. That's Theseus again with a gorgon. Who's proposed. Mm. There's not an ugly old lady in this one. But no. look, at look at this. Wow. Yeah, totally it's carved. Impossible. Totally carved by an old man with impossible a chisel. That. Uh, Martin, which one is this specifically? Like, do you know the name of this one? Whoa. Crazy craziness. Yeah. They don't do 3D printing. Hasn't been invented. <laughs> yeah, it's um 
Yeah, it's got a stupid title like the fucking triumphant or something, but it's Theseus and the Gorgon. Uh, yeah, the triumph. Oh, I can't fucking think. Well, you got so, yeah, knights. Do you think they uh, did that with swords and stuff? Or do you think there was more going on with armor? Because you fall over in this fucking thing, you're never going to get up. And apparently you got to help pe- people to help you put it on and take it off. And Oh, man. No, you're not going to go in a muddy field and do shit like that in one of these. And fall over and never get. Could you imagine tripping? Yeah, like tripping and going up, up like in the mud, face down. Check this out. Wow, that's high level freaky. Look at that, protecting the eyes. Oh, it's very trippy. Very Valkyrie esque Mm -hmm. from interpretations. Uh, Covering the eyes for me, and it's always electromagnetic related, guys. Look at the inc- intricacy of that thing. It's all grandiose, look. It's like this, mm-hmm. leading to nowhere. All of the panels, these always got no information on them. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> well, Martin, if you're, if you're sick, sir, you, and you, you need to, to go, as well. you let us know when you got to go, buddy. This one, no. Germany. I am a bit. I'm getting sick. <laughs> All right, then. I am getting a bit because uh, it's late. It's always worse at night. She can't stop coughing. Oh, sure. Well, we will. We will definitely first, get you back on again when you are first well. Time I've, like actually talked in like a week. Yeah, <laughs> I've been over too. I've just been in bed, guys. But I was looking forward to doing this. So. I us too. Well, I'm thinking like I'll be better by like Monday. It's like I, she's got antibiotics. Um, I'm my temperature's down. It's just I feels like fucked up. Still, my chest is raw. Oh, man, that's terrible. So, well, yeah, let's, get back, back, let's get you well, back. Let's get you. Let's get you better, and we'll get you back on in a week or so, sir. How about that? Can you hear me? That sounds fucking awesome, Johnny. All right. And then we'll do that. All right, sir. Will Thank you, you so much, Martin. It was wonderful to meet you finally. Yes. Martin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. All right. You take care and get better. All right. Thank you so much, bros. Okay, bros. I'm here for you. Okay, All right. Just get, grab me when I'm soon, as soon as you can. All righty. I am. I'm going to go to bed now. All right, then. See you soon, guys. Much love. See ya. Good night, Later. Martin. All right, well, that's tough. See you soon. Yeah. Thanks, I like- guys. Thanks, everyone in chat. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, that sucked. The end there because the 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 no connection thing that was cool. There's a lot of dead air. That's all right. Yeah. Hi everybody on the stream. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with with us through that. That's yes, not thanks. Be for, fun for podcast editing. <laughs> uh, no, there's not going to be any editing. I'm just going to post it and I'll post the link to the. Um, I'll put up the the video on um, on the Telegram. 
But anyways, let's let's talk about what we were talking about. So we're live. We got, I mean, dude, we got another hour of the show to do. You guys want to take a quick break and uh, do a little song and then come back? Sure. I found that uh, Perseus and Medusa statue, if we want to take another look at that thing, because that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, drop. Um, I don't have a picture. I need to, I need to put a an Avi on my Zoom, because I'm just going to take Zoom off. You're the only one now. I know, I know, I know. All the other kids with the pumped up kicks. <laughs> um, drop it in the uh, prep chat so that way you can pull it in. For some reason, it's not letting me put him in there. What's that? Oh, uh, Medusa. It's not letting you Medusa put him in there? What? I, I think it's because it defaults to my uh, doxy email, which does not have access. And for some reason, I can't just open it up on my normal one. Mm, okay. So. Okay, so it's in the prep chat. I'm putting it in there now. I just have to actually find it. So yeah, we'll just. I'm just going to drop the podcast and be like, "Look, Martin had audio issues in the middle. You may, if you want to listen, go ahead. There's a lot of video that you guys missed. Um, there was a lot of spots where we could have talked about stuff that we didn't get a chance to. But King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. All right. This is a great song. Why not, dude? Why not? We're going to do this song. Um, We'll play this, and uh, we'll be back with Alt Skull, Reinhardt, Grognak, and Johnny. I don't know why I said that. We never do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back. We're going to listen to Dragon. Because Martin Martin isn't going to be back with us. Yeah, because Martin isn't going to be back. Nobody's coming back. It's just going to be dead air for the entire rest of the stream. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Now, we'll be back in about five minutes. We'll be back. Oh, my. About nine and a half minutes.
All right. All right, everybody, we're back. That was a good song. <laughs> yeah, that was long. Nine minutes. Man, so uh, this is still the Paranormies. <laughs> that was internet, uh, internet connection issues will continue until morale improves. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened with Martin there. All of a sudden, he just couldn't couldn't hear us. And uh, John Doe over on DLive said, tell him to unmute his headphones, but I'm not sure. He was he was just talking, and then all of a sudden, he couldn't hear us. So. Yeah, it was just uh, like, all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. yeah. Turns out his uh, headphone dongle just barely pulled out, like a not even a millimeter. Yeah, like he leaned the wrong direction or whatever. I don't know. It was great. like a fucking hurricane. It's there in the Atlantic. <laughs> What'd you no. say, Grognak? He's, he's in a hurricane? Isn't there like a hurricane in the Atlantic right now? No. Uh, there's some know. kind of storm forming. I don't I don't keep up with, with weather around the world, bro. Sorry. Tropical Storm Cindy. Tropical Storm Cindy? Tropical Storm Cindy forms behind Brett in an oh early and aggressive start to Atlantic hurricane season. <sighs> but this is near like Puerto Rico. So, plus internet connections are undersea cables anyway. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to let us off the hook, okay? Right, right. I get it. Appreciate it. Very much so. Appreciate it, sir. Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, well, this was a show about dragons, and we didn't get to talk about too much about dragons. Um, going around the room, you guys. When did you first, what was your first experience with dragons? Were you guys a D&D guys? Was it cartoons? What was it? Uh, my first experience with dragons was reading The Hobbit. Okay. Reading The Hobbit and just Tolkien in general. And then, yeah, D&D. I um, also read The Hobbit, etc. when I was a kid. But you know what I really liked? I don't know if you guys have read this series or not, but they were called the Dragonlance Chronicles. Absolutely. Love Dragonlance. Really good, right? Raceland, uh, Cameron, and or it was it Ca- not Cameron, it was something like Cameron, his brother. Raceland and Cam uh Ca- Raceland and Caraman. It was Caraman. It was Caraman or something. Caraman, yes, really they were brothers. They were twins. Oh. One was the big brother, one was the little sickly brother who turned into the Raceland was the magician wizard. All right, don't get me started. That's not my turn yet. <laughs> well, yeah, he wore the red robes and uh, yes. of neutrality, but which which mm. was always suggested that he was going to wear the black robes eventually of evil, which he did. And um, I was uh, I always loved the depictions of dragons in the books because mm. they were so ridiculously powerful, and they had something called dragon fear. And so when they would appear, people would be paralyzed. Like it wasn't just like you saw this dragon, and you were like, oh wow, that's scary. It was like an actual almost like a weapon that they had mm. um, that would turn you cold and paralyze you. And they were really destructive in the book as well. And uh, that series, I, I haven't read it since I was a kid, but I remember, man, it was a fun, really cool series. When I was a kid, I read all the books and uh, the, the follow-up books and stuff. And, I found, uh, I found Dragonlance in the school library and I turned into uh, Bastion Balthasar bats yeah and like, instantly like hiding and reading those books because i wasn't supposed yes. to because i wasn't yes. supposed to I, I found them in the public library and i went to christian school 
So we were not supposed to read Dragonlance stuff. So, mm. anyways, uh, it, okay. The Hobbit character, I liked him. Smog. Uh, Smog. 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 Uh, not the Hobbit character. I'm sorry, I, I said it wrong. The um, what were they called? The little guy that steals stuff. Oh, Bilbo, a Hobbits. No, 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 no. In oh, Dragonlance. Dragon uh, Kaz oh. Tessel. Kaz Tesselhoff. 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 Yeah, yeah. Tesselhoff. Oh, Kaz Tesselhoff was name or something. No, Tesselhoff Burfoot. Yes, that was his name. Yeah. yeah. He's got long hair and uh, a half knot. They have to steal things, but he's such a like pleasant character. You can't get too mad at him. Yeah, he's always picking your pockets, but then he gives it back to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then the main character was Tannis, and he was a half elf. He lived a long time because he was a half elf. Mm-hmm. He was in love with uh, what was her name? The woman, the white chick. Um, oh. Come on. It was a Kara, but not quite. The knight was Sturm Brightblade. Yeah, Sturm Brightblade, the paladin. Yes. Yeah, the paladin. Was it Lorana? Lorana Tanthalasmus. Yeah, no, the, the, yeah, no. Loran <laughs> Thas- I, man, I used to be able to say those names, but no, that was his elvish girlfriend. But then the white girl was something else. Wasn't it the sister to the to the twins? Raceland and Caraman. He was in love with the sister. Yeah. Oh. Tifa. Tika. Tika. It was Tika. That might have been yes. it, yeah. Yes. Man, Gen X, Dragonlance yeah. Chronicles. <laughs> uh, the yeah. old, right next to all my R.A. Salvatore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just picked up a bunch of Salvatore recently. So, uh, Grognak, I'm, uh, you go ahead. I'm assuming you're going to say you're going to say The Hobbit and, and Dungeons and & Dragons too, right? Well, you know, it's funny. Actually, yeah, that, that Hobbit animation is i think the first time i actually really saw a dragon which is funny oh ranking a bass mm. <laughs> yeah it was because i saw it when i was so young you know but obviously like dnd stuff too mm-hmm. so dragons had a correlation for me even at a young age as some kind of monstrous entity that had a uh an elemental link to it like there's the there's the one that breathes fire, and then there's the, the frost one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even early on, uh, I don't know, they had some kind of attribute attached to them like that. For me, anyways. Mm-hmm. And, yep, the very first time I ever saw a dragon was Rankin and Bass, the smog character from Hobbit, followed up by the Dungeons & Dragons uh, cartoons. And... Um, but reading, yes, obviously, uh, the Hobbit and the Dragonlance Chronicles and, um, oh, who's the Jew poet with all the books, the sidewalk where the side of Shel Silverstein's got Shel one about Sil- a poem. Yeah. He's got one about a dragon in there too. I remember a Shel Silverstein poem about dragons. I remember reading about that when I was little, but, um, yeah, the Dungeons and Dragons and the fantasy stuff growing up, it was all, I mean, dragons were the coolest of the monsters too, man. They were the biggest and the baddest. You had, the, you know, the red dragon breathed fire, the green dragon, <clears throat> green dragon was like poison gas, the blue dragon was electricity, right? Was the blue dragon electricity? Like electrical? Or was it the black dragon? Yes, uh, yes, you got that yeah. right. And what was the black? Acid? Black is acid and yeah. green is toxic. Green is toxic, yeah, yeah, yeah. And gold is just like... Like, and like the cool thing about whatever he wants. in yeah. D&D was it was a monster you could role play as as the DM that actually talked because most of the, the monsters don't talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was one that was one thing I always enjoyed with 
with D and D and Tolkien too. Like you've got Smaug, you've got Glaurung, the first dragon, and the Silmarillion. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they have intelligence. They're they're characters. They have thoughts. They're clever. Um, well, usually usually evil until you read you know some later fantasy or sure other fantasy books. Well, when you say when you say uh, intelligent, they're usually the most intelligent of the monsters. Yeah, long-lived, ancient. Yes. Ancient, yes. And you don't get to be that old being stupid. And greedy. Mm, very greedy. I don't know. You'd be surprised, dude. I live in Japan, and I look around. And, oh, yeah, I know. But that's Well, that's because <laughs> that's because Japan's just such a safe place to live. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's just like everything's co- like everything's got... I literally say to my wife, like, how did this guy live to be 100 years old? Right. Today? Everything's got bubble wrap on it, and it's, like, safe and not non-toxic. Yes. You know? Yeah. That is true. That is and they true. Eat, they eat. They're, like, you know, they... they, they um, What's the culture in Japan where they... they, they I don't know. This might just be some stupid American thing that they lied and said it was a Japanese deal. But they basically like your food is your medicine. You don't eat to to get full. You eat to just sustain yourself. I forgot what the style, whatever that's called. But um, yeah, but I've also seen these people eat like forty hot dogs in one sitting. So what's the yeah, and you got mukbang. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, um, it's always the Jap- <laughs> It's always the Japanese guy that shoves seventy two hot dogs down his gullet. So. That guy, yeah, he's like the world champion. But he had to stop because he got arthritis of the mouth of the jaw. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> what? Literally record scratch. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering how I got here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not really something you want to say that you got taken out by arthritis of the jaw. Right? It's like, <laughs> well, that's like Michael Douglas getting, uh, what did he get? Uh, throat cancer? He got HPV Oof. in the throat. Yeah. Okay. Oof. From Ouch. from all the from being such a cunning linguist, yeah, okay, buddy, <laughs> sure, I'm sure that's why I'm sure that how it that's how it worked. It's not from it's not from when you played when you played Liberace for real, <laughs> you know. Wait, what I was just getting into character, yeah, okay. <laughs> wow, it's so disgusting. That's one of the <laughs> m- most disgusting things about it. I was what I was looking at something. Uh, there was a there was a there was a retard fight in one of the chats. Um, if you're in Typhus's chat, just skip to the bottom. Um, <laughs> I was with you. It was a retard fight. It was a it was a dumb. My 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 group is better than my my dumb group is better than your dumb group type fight, right? So don't worry about that. But um, I totally forgot what I was going to say because I'm laughing about the fight. Go to go to Typhus's chat. There's 1,200 new yeah. posts. Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. And that's that. when you don't look at Telegram for like five hours. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. No, I, 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 there's something to do with retards. Oh, well. Anyway, back to dragons. Anyway. Back to dragons. <laughs> um, oh, and of course, absolutely. Of course, I remember Chinese dragons when I was a kid. We go to a Chinese restaurant all the time, like well, not all the time, like once a month. When I was, once every every other month, we'd go out for that's was that was our going out to dinner when I was a kid. We'd go out for Chinese, right? We get a poo poo platter and like, uh, what is it? Uh, sweet and sour, sweet and sour pork, like the, your basic pork, right? the most basic of basics, right? Sweet, you know, sweet and sour pork, uh, pork fried, you know, whatever fried rice. And uh, whatever. Anyways, but they always had the, the Chinese dragons. I was always fascinated by the Chinese dragons because they're different. They're different than your classic D and D style. You know, your your dragon, which is like your classic sort of dinosaur build, 
I guess you would call it like a brontosaurus with wings, right? With a shorter neck, though, and a bigger, more uh, massive head with, with horns, right? Well, yeah, and they're like six limbs, you know, four legs and two wings. Right, four legs, two wings. Um, okay, but the front feet aren't really like feet like a brontosaurus. They're more like arms. You know, a lot of times the dragons are more like arms. They're, they're, front, they're front. They can be either. They can be on four legs or two legs. Uh, where a Chinese dragon is like long, right? It's always like really, really, really long. Yeah, yeah all it's much more serpentine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. All Asian dragons are snake-like, and they, like Martin pointed out, they have the beard and the mustache, the two little tentacle-like, like almost proboscis type things coming out of the each side, like a mustache, and then horns, um, which sometimes the European dragons have those, and sometimes they don't. But the Asian dragons always have horns and yeah the the bearded aspect to it along with the serpentine body mm. yes right. yeah they, the european they go beyond dragons, like yeah. breathing fire and stuff yes and the 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 asian dragons oftentimes don't have wings and yet they fly anyway right mm-hmm. yeah they they move through the air like a sea like a sea serpent would move through water Right. Well, um, I mean, like Martin was saying earlier, uh, we're born out of the water into just a less dense liquid, right? So why why wouldn't they fly like that in, in a in a, in, a, in a liquid? Air is technically right. I mean, it, in Martin's theory, air is just a less dense liquid. So that was a guy. Is this Sorry. is this episode one of those ones where we do a little tiny bit of a miyakopa on the dinosaurs thing? Because we claim dinosaurs didn't exist in theory, right? Completely or or what? A little bit. The dinosaur story sixty million years ago. So, so like there were giant lizards. Yeah, can I say my? Like, I'll I'll just say what I think, and you, maybe you guys can go around after. Yeah. Um, so like when I first found out the dinosaur story that we're fed is fake, mm-hmm. my initial assumption based upon what I was hearing was that there's just no dinosaurs at all. The whole story was made up. All the bones are fake. 1850 ish, the British Royal Society working with Darwin and the group of elites at that time came up with a story so that they could cement the evolution narrative and the story was that there were these dinosaurs and no bones had really been. This is the story that n- there were no real bones, um, no discoveries of dinosaurs before 1850. And then after 1850, suddenly when there's some, some sort of funding and motivation for it, there's discoveries all over the place, archaeological digs. They start finding these dinosaur skeletons. They put them up in museums like the Smithsonian all over the place. And now there's this narrative. And obviously the dinosaurs were 66 million to 250 million years old. And we just realized that the whole evolution story is real. So I assume that the whole thing was fake <clears throat> because it is true that the bones that we see in the museums are fake um, for the most part, or if not all fake. Um, they say that they have the real bones, but you're not allowed to see the real bones because they're radioactive, which is just ridiculously retarded. And they're actually created like using chicken bones and they, they can make whatever they want. Right. And they make a big, big old skeleton. And they say, well, this is Tyrannosaurus Rex and this is Brachiosaurus and this is Obronosaurus doesn't exist anymore. Now it's a different dinosaur, but like, now it's a Patasaurus. So like, when, I, when I was a kid, it was Brontosaurus. But 
I think what actually happened is uh, they repurposed actual large lizard-like creatures, and they probably did get rid of the bones that they had and put those away in the Smithsonian warehouse. And they probably did make a bunch of fake bones and create this fake story. But the truth is that there was actually a a um, species of these gigantic uh, creatures and po- probably not just dragons that were gigantic. I think there were a lot of different animals that were gigantic um, as well as humans who were gigantic and they wanted to get rid of all those, but they used as they do the base story as a jumping off point so that they could create this new narrative and then, you know, and then they stopped printing the books that had other evidence to the contrary. And they encouraged the printing of books that have this new narrative in it and encouraged the, new study and scholarly endeavor of finding these fucking dinosaur bones that they say that they find. And um, that's what actually ended up happening is like, there's a completely fake story that we have now, but it's based on an actual reality of um, real, these giant lizards that did exist in the past from what I gather now, from what I've researched. Okay. So, who's next? <laughs> um, I find nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I think that dragons, because at the end of the day, in old world definition, a dragon was thought of as the same thing as, as what you know the term dinosaur means, a large lizard or serpentine being. So, yeah, I think that dragons in multiple forms, or if you want to call them subspecies, were a species of created being animal whatever um that came in many different forms both with wings without wings maybe as well Mm -hmm. uh certainly without wings i think um but yeah the whole narrative is covered up it's it's pushed into the realm of mythology and ancient superstition um and occult and alchemy and then yeah all perfectly repurposed in the 1850s onward with a nice bow in order to push the evolutionary time scale because as we know like darwin around that time charles lyle was was getting rid of cataclysmic uh history you know with his geological precepts so this fantastical new race of quote dinosaurs um was the perfect thing to establish such a long timeline that nobody had ever really believed in before ever Mm. um so yeah, but everybody I, I, believed in dragons, though. Yeah, every everybody believed in dragons, right? Everybody believed in dragons, but all of a sudden there were dinosaurs. Yep, no manticores, no hydras, no dragons, no sea serpents. No, 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 right, no, right. no, right, none of that. All that, all dinosaurs, right? Again, right. That all went away. Oh, that's all it was. It was just, it was just dinosaurs, you guys. And then the paleontologist found the bone. You know, that's it. Yep, oh. and of course, megafauna of other species too. Sure. Yeah, I mean megafauna exists. I'm 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 never going to say megafauna didn't exist cuz megafauna still exists. I mean elephants are megafauna. Yeah. You know. Come on. Whales are megafauna. Shack. <laughs> yeah, Nephilim <laughs> exists. Shack does. Right. Come on. Right. <laughs> Baron Trump. That Baron Trump yeah. that nigga is 68. <laughs> like what are they feeding that kid? Very yeah. high iron diet. Does that kid only eat like Japanese food? Uh, in Japanese no. style? I don't know. What do you mean? He's, He's going to be like 100 years old. 
He's six. What does that have to do with him being six eight at like thirteen? No, he's at <laughs> what sixteen now. He's going to live to be a hundred years old, and he's going to end up being like ten feet tall, yeah. twelve feet tall. I saw a video earlier. I was doing my waiting for something. I don't remember what I was waiting for. So I was scrolling through my YouTube Shorts, which are all just TikTok videos now. Anyway. And yeah, they are everything. You can't get away from TikTok. It doesn't matter. You, yeah. I don't have Facebook. You know, I don't have any. It doesn't matter what it is. I try to stay away from everything's fucking at the end of every video. You hear well, that fucking stupid TikTok song sound yeah. every it doesn't matter what it is. Anyway, this girl was like, oh, yeah, when I when I don't feel tall and she's like seven two. she was seven. She was some Polynesian looking girl. And it was when I stand next to my mom. And her mom stepped through the door. Her mom was seven six. Jeez. Yeah, these are like Polynesians. Yeah, and they're like, what? The mom was seven six, and they didn't look like super deformed, weird. There's that model girl that uh, was going around the internet. I think she was Polynesian too. She was like, some. She did look like a girl. She had very large hips. Okay. 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 Fair enough. She had like a giant, big, big old giant hips. Johnny's like, please send me pictures for research. Yeah, no, stop. <laughs> yeah, she had her boyfriend, and her boyfriend like came up to her waist or something like that. But uh, I wonder if uh, Baron Trump was the result of you know how they the stories in the Iraq War they went to go find the tomb of Nimrod and collect the DNA so they could resurrect Nimrod. Like maybe Baron Trump is Nimrod resurrected in clone form, and he's playing Fortnite. Yeah, I mean it's adapted to the modern age so man we can't even get a cool gilgamesh (laughs) the youtube streamer you guys just brought up an interesting thing because like there's the thing with the dragon king lineage right some people equate those to watchers or some kind of anunnaki or um people from the underworld so the dragon kings are not like everybody else right right Mm mm-hmm why why they equate the dragons? Is that the yeah, one doing well, well, so so specifically when it comes to the watchers, it, the connection there is through the depiction of seraphim angels who are said to be serpent like in appearance. Um and throughout, especially in the Near East, which is like the, the focus of, of my research there, all of these cultures have a sort of watcher type being that is equated with a visage of a viper with serpent-like bodies, serpent-like wings. Um, and they're said to have been great kings, warlords, you know, uh, uh, kings from the heavens or sons of the kings from the heavens. So I think that's where we get them. And usually they're pre-cataclysm in whatever culture timeline. Um Andrew Collins in uh, From the Ashes of Angels, that's that's his um those are his findings. Uh he's a really good researcher out of Britain. Who's that? Uh Andrew Collins, C O L L I N S. Mm. Um and as far as I know too, like he's he's not a Christian. Like he went through so many different religions going through, <laughs> through all this research. He ended up in a weird Yazidi camp where they were literally worshiping demons in the mountains. The Yazidis, of, aren't the Yazidis around. like the weird, like blonde hair, blue eyed Iraqis? 
yes, and they even classify themselves as demon worshippers. I think right. I, I think um, Gary Wayne called the Shimshu Shushuhar the same people, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have um, in in China in China you have the bearded dragon kings. So they said that they were white bearded people as well. So right, and I th- I think that has something to do as well with the not only the viper visage, but just that order of whatever beings these were. I I would call them angelic, sure, but there seems to be a lot of different orders of them, and at least a sect of them look like blonde-haired, blue-eyed, gigantic white people. Mm. So I think probably there's a mixing going on, especially with the ones that are already mixed with humans here. So you've got multiple strains mixing. I mean, you could probably get a, a serpent-like person with slitted blue eyes and white hair growing or blonde hair growing. Hmm. Interesting. Well, and you have, I mean, you have all mixing. I mean, yeah, you get some really weird looking people with some mixing nowadays. You get that weird looking kid that's in the new Transformers movie. He's got blue eyes, but he definitely looks like a, Puerto Rican with Negroid nose. They're picking weirder and weirder and people freckles. For these movies. It's so weird. He's got freckles and like a Negroid nose, blue eyes, kind of straightish hair. It's like just a weird amalgam of like he looks like an AI picture. You know? Is this is this in the newest one? Yeah, the um the beasts one, Rise of the Beasts or whatever. Okay, I gotta look this person up. Yeah. Ew, yeah oh, oh. They pick them out of that National Geographic cover that said, "This is what the world will look <laughs> in forty years." It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There he is, Johnny. Oh, this guy's weird. Yeah. So, did you guys see that weird comment in the chat earlier? Mm-mm. In the actual chat, somebody made a comment about my moderation style. No. How Martin should hang up on me and never speak to me again. <laughs> oh. And nigga, what? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, back to dragons. So Smog was one of my very favorites. Uh, and then the dragons from Dragonlance, obviously. And and just from there, like, I mean, playing obviously playing Dungeons and Dragons, everybody, you know, you everybody wanted to. Like when you were when you were playing a campaign, like it was it even a real campaign if you didn't get to fight a dragon? You know? Oh wow, he killed a troll, big fucking deal. No, I want yeah, I mean, to fight. You want to run to the end and kill Tiamat, right? At every yeah, I wanted to yeah, I wanted to fight Tiamat. But you're only level four. I don't care. Let me at her. Don't care. Yeah, it was like a t- level twenty-seven god dragon. Okay, or whatever. Yeah, level six hundred, six million. Well, we know D and D pulled from, or has pulled and continues to from so many different cultures too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you you really get a. Obviously, you get the fantasy and the fiction aspect, but then you get so much of the mythological, too, that's mirrored in D&D. And people don't even know a lot of the time where it's even coming from. That That's what pushed me to go searching into, like, dragon-type mythology. Between that and Tolkien, like, okay, what do they base this off of? Right, because even in... Like, even in the modules and stuff, I'm like, in, in some of the books, there's always people that worship the dragons. You know, wasn't yeah, they, dragon, 
dragon cult, dragon alchemy. Mm-hmm. It was, the dragons weren't just the dragon by itself. There was often like, you know, cults of the dragon as well. And cults of the dragon have been around since literally forever. So what do you guys think about the dragon being an alchemical sign for the end of the world? Mm. Zelda does this a lot, by the way. I mean, that's what Tiamat is supposed to be. That's kind of the, the, uh, is it the Enema Elish? That's what some of the origins of the Genesis text are supposed to be from, where it's the, the pieces of Tiamat fell from Earth. In uh, one of the new Zelda games, if you have kids or if you're an adult who plays video games, <laughs> um, the newer series is based off basically the world was reset by the dragon. And you have technology like you have it. <laughs> if you're starting the game as Link, you're starting the, the game in like a uh, some kind of cloning vat that clones you as the hero of Hyrule. And you have a cell phone, and Zelda has a cell phone. They have like their their black screens. Kind of interesting. Wait a minute. So my kid was my kid was telling me about this actually. So in uh, Zelda, in the in the in one of the newer Legends of Zelda game, there's a cloning facility and cell phones. Well, all the Zelda games are about ancient ruins, right? Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, you're going into different ru- you're going into ruins to find things. You're always sure. going in and down and, and down level. And now think about what the actual symbol for the Zelda games even is. What's tri- on what's on his shield? It's the, tri- the Triforce, mm-hmm. which is the pyramid, the Great Pyramid, which is supposed to be some kind of calendar. That's the idea, is it's a calendar. And uh it's got some like wings around it, kinda like the winged disc from um Egypt. Right. Sure. Or some kind of, you know, dragon in the sky or phoenix in the sky. Mm-hmm. So Zelda has always had this idea in that franchise of uh, apocalypse through a dragon. So has uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I never really. Most people here probably played Skyrim. I never did. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, go ahead. What's what's the name of that dragon in that series? Uh, the so antagonist in- dragon. Yeah, in Skyrim, in Skyrim, it's Alduin, son of uh, Akatosh, who's the dragon god of time. Right, so he's the keeper of time in a way. So he's mm-hmm. a cyclical, he's this uh, alchem- alchemical cyclical symbol, right? A personification of destruction. Right, and it's inevitable. Like, they, they could not kill him, they could only send him forward in time and delay that inevitability. Which, of course, in the end, you do end that inevitability mm. um yeah with tiamat too i mean she's she's both creator and destroyer right so you've got the cyclical nature of the dragon eating its tail the completion of a circuit um beginning and end so i think i think what we've talked about with jason and and martin as well and everything about the uh the phoenix and that cyclical reset um I think that does have origins in these dragons. Maybe maybe the most ancient, if there are any of those still around, I don't I don't know. Mm. Um But yeah, I think they're okay, I've got to play Breath of the Wild now. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> well you have the or the Ouroboros is basically the dragon eating its tail too, right? It's, oh, this, it's this the snake cycle. eating itself, yeah. 
Yeah, the Ouroboros. Okay, so I was just listening to Jason's recaps or whatever you want to call them of his Phoenix presentations, and he's got like seven or eight now where he just organized all of his different Phoenix presentations into videos. And I noticed the theme over and over is that in the ancient writings, when they're discussing the Phoenix phenomenon occurring, they kept saying that a dragon appeared in the sky or a red dragon appeared in the sky, and they called it either they called it a celestial body or they called it a dragon. And symbolically, obviously, um, these the, the dragon keeps reappearing. But if you think about that with the Ouroboros and you think about that with the Phoenix cycle and the Phoenix phenomenon being cyclical and being a reset phenomenon. So it comes at the end and it establishes a new beginning. So the dragon swallowing its tail, it does make a lot of sense. I, I, I and also think just like talking about this, like there's the Chinese dragon that's different. It's serpentine. Mm -hmm. There's the European dragon, which is more lion like or griffin like. And then there's Martin bringing up the idea that the, they're often opposed, just like the fascists are opposed. And so it seems to be some sort of electrical idea. And then the Ouroboros being the cyclical idea of uh, reset. I think it's not just one thing, right? Like, I think there were probably real dragons, but also they're probably so symbolically rich that it does come to um, historically represent a bunch of different things that you can't just boil down to one actual creature necessarily or symbol necessarily well and you don't forget the south american dragons which are right. different the feathered, feathered, the feathered dragon yeah. yeah those are different than all right. the other dragons so those are more basilisky and interesting that like the, the regions have these different really specific looking creatures mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it, it's pretty hard to believe that they're not actually looking at something that didn't exist in real life. Right. Cause you have, you have so many different cultures coming up with so many similar yet different, uh, creatures, you know, right. The dragon is almost the same, but it, it's just different regionally. You know, it's got its own regional flavor. Yeah. And throughout too, uh, I, I'd, I'd say throughout all of the different uh, call them what subspecies iterations of dragons mm -hmm. they they have a dual nature they're they're always associated with magic or, or alchemy um but there is a a benevolent call it a creator type uh that you know gives knowledge um serpent bringing knowledge hmm, interesting uh but then there's there's also the ones that are associated with the darker side of magic or, or the occult um well, there's a like prometheus. you're talking about serpent cults prometheus gives the fire it's funny you say that right yeah like the I dragon mean, pr prometheus giving the fire the the serpent giving knowledge in the garden you know so many different iterations of that that's you know no matter how you look at that story the dragon <laughs> it, whatever the tree was alch alchemically or whether it was a real tree, the dragon didn't lie because they didn't die. Right. So, you know, the, the dragon has some kind of knowledge. That's the idea of that story or most stories with a dragon. So to know about the dragon or if the personification is taking place of a dragon character, it seems to be a character who has great knowledge or brings a cycle, you know, in some way. There's definitely like, um, I don't know. 
You, well, you could say there's real dragons that people slay too. If you want to get into the King George stuff, do you guys think that the things with King George, like, do you think that was all just a uh, a metaphor? There's a lot of depictions of him slaying a dragon. Do you think he killed a real one, or do you think that's a? Hmm. It's a good question. I, I was going to say, um, interestingly, because it's the same subject, it seems like they're possibly two different creatures. And one of the creatures, like, for example, angelic beings seem to have their mirror counterparts in actual created animals in the um, in the material world. Right. Mm-hmm. So like certain like um, I can't remember which angelic being it is, but he's got a bull's head, a lion's head. And that would, a, be, a, that would be a real cherubim, not the cherubim. Not the right, right, cherubim. So but those are like animals that exist in the real world. And right. I don't think, you know, it's like a chicken and egg thing, like which, which came first. I was like, well, I don't think it has to be a chicken and egg thing. I think they could both exist. And it seems like there's some sort of um, creature, spiritual entity that is a dragon. And that would explain the intelligence and the age and the wisdom of these creatures in historical mythology and, and uh, historical accounts. And then probably there were actual big old giant lizards that killed people that terrorized villages and that um, King George it, or not King George, St. George um, could have, it could have been either one. Couldn't it have, you know, cause it could have been a spiritual battle where he's battling some entity that's ages old, or he could have actually killed a real thing that was killing people uh, right. around the village where he lived. But in England though, England, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. seems well, like they have a lot of dragons in England, right? Look at all these giant walls you have in places. You know, were those really to keep other people away, or were they to keep dragons out? Giant, li- or were they to right. keep big lizards out of your backyard? Right, keep, keep the lizards out of your keep. <laughs> it, so you know, we're that's actually of, uh, Reinhardt. That's probably a great advertisement for a wall building company in anybody's campaign. I yeah. like that idea. I'm, I've already put that in the notepad. That's right. Keep the goblins out of your keep. Yeah. Well, for real, if everything gets to a giant perspective in, cool. in you know, their biology, their actual biology, then like you, then it's not probably man versus man so much after a while. You sure. probably have to uh, fight monsters, right? Yeah. Attack on, Attack on Titan has the walls that keep the giants out. They keep them mm-hmm. from eating the humans. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and, and if you if you've read Attack on Titan, you know that whoever put this story together has some serious knowledge about some serious stuff. Like, yes, it's not just absolutely. a random collection of really yeah. cool things. The guy, like, the guy who put that together and the guy who put together Full Metal Alchemist, yeah. they they both have some serious knowledge. Also Evangelion, but that guy was also messed up. Um <laughs> Attack on Titan's um, fantastic. It, it's, it's one of my favorite stories ever. Well, you have the Final Fantasy games, too. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, with all the crazy mythos that I always thought it was interesting, you know, that they include everything in the Final Fantasy lore from all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it seems the Japanese have become good aggregators of that kind of knowledge and, and putting them into fictional stories that keep, whether they think they're just keeping the spirit of what they've taken from other cultures alive, or some of these guys actually have some knowledge somehow and, and yeah, decide I, to do it as revelation of the method. I don't I, know. I don't know how these guys do it, but it's great. Yeah. It's, it's entertaining. 
Yeah. Um, Attack on Titan has airships. They have uh, advanced technology. Mm-hmm. They have people's memories being wiped and then memories being passed down through bloodlines and yeah. through uh, it's it's spinal fluid, but it's like bloodline. Um, and then powers being passed down through bloodline. Like, is it, they do the homunculus in that too? Like Final Fantasy does the cloning. Um, it's something like that. It's it's more like you, you get an injection of this spinal fluid, and then all of a sudden you get superpowers. And then you also collect the memories are passed down from one person to the next through the spinal fluid of these giants. Basically, and you become so it's, a giant. it's literally their life force being injected into you. Yeah, their much. power, their knowledge, their memories. Yeah, so. And if one person gets injected with multiple different Titan spinal fluid, um, if he gets multiple injections, he'll get the multiplicity of powers. Oh, so yeah. I, need to fin- I need to finish reading this. Yeah, so, okay. okay. It's, it's too, good. It's too um, good to be like, this guy just came up with this stuff. Like, no, there's something else going on there. I mean, Broadway, come on. Uh, that's how that's how everybody that's how Tesla, Michael Crichton, Tom Clancy, right. um, Tolkien, all these guys. Tolkien, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare. Just one guy. Yeah. Just one guy. Just one dude. One dude yep. with a pen. A dude in the basement. Just a dude in the basement and a pen or a typewriter or Oh, how about this too for another Japanese little cartoon, right? One of the largest franchise in the world. You know what it is? I think it's it's Pokemon. Yeah, Shocking monsters. Okay, so like they have Phoenix, they have the Phoenix characters represented in that, and they have the Sky Dragon Ray Quaza, right? Ray Quaza, right. yep. It's interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Brognak for homunculus stuff. That is a huge part of Full Metal Alchemist, like a massive part of the story. So if if you want stuff on that homunculi created through alchemy immortal armies created with captured souls you know it, oh, it's all we're gonna have to do our own episode on homunculus yeah sure um, that works um also by the way i was just i was just corrected by moose uh thank you moose mcgee uh, apparently uh saint george was killing dragons around uh palestine yes he was born oh, wow. in cappadocia yes so was he a crusader not quite. He was um the British just like the guy. Yeah, the British, British armor. British George, really though. like him. He he lived in about the third or fourth century. I think it was a fourth century. Um, so this would have been Eastern Roman Empire. He was a Greek. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, now with this legend too, it fits. It's it's similar to Jack and the Giant Slayer or uh, or Snow White. How these legends carry actually all the way back, especially Jack and the Giant Slayer to ancient Mesopotamia. Hmm. They carry back into Sumerian and Babylonian mythology. So St. George really, we don't know that he ever existed. He could have just been a new iteration of an ancient hero. It's, it's that chaos comp destroying the chaos dragon. Right. Which is, George, which is what happened with Peterson would be happy with that explanation. <laughs> what's that? Jordan B. Peterson would love that explanation. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's Marduk and Marduk and Tiamat. That's what he did. It's mm. Apollo and um, not Set, whatever serpent that was that he would destroy each night. I I'm drawing a blank. I don't remember either. Oh, Apophis. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, Apophis, and not the black guy from Stargate. 
I don't know that one. Stargate SG one. Yeah. He was he was like one of the earliest villains. Ah, nope. It's like whenever whenever I mention Apollo, the god, I'm also I'm also like not the black guy from Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> not Apollo Creed. <laughs> well, you gotta remind people now because like you know like they have no idea. Nobody knows anything anymore. Right. Outside of movies, there hasn't been a movie about Apollo. Mr. T. Yeah, right. Oh, you know what? That's another good one, though. Too is the go old from from uh, Stargate SG One. These serpents, these little serpents that carry epigenetic memories of all their parents that take on personalities of gods because they're so um, uh, they're so greedy and arrogant. They each have the names of gods: Apophis, Osiris, mm. Ra, Set, whatever. Um, and they embed themselves in human bodies. When I was, um, I was going to mention this earlier, and we just kind of moved past it. But um, Steve Jackson's, Steve Jackson's the guy who made the cards that everyone's so familiar with. Yes, um, right. And he made he's a he's a game designer, right? He's a role playing game designer uh, from England. And he put out this series of books. I don't know if you guys ever read this, but it was a choose your own adventure type role playing type book series, four books. And it's called Steve Jackson's Sorcery. I love those. Dude, they're so good, right? I actually recently had my mom send them from America because I wanted to reread them as an adult. And I did it as an adult, like played through the games again. It was just as fun as when I was doing it in sixth grade. It was like, really? Dude, these are so good. The drawings are so terrific. The story's fantastic. The way that the whole book is set up is it's like the best choose your own adventure you could ever play in your life. It's got a magic. It's got like magic spells you have to memorize uh, or you can fight as a warrior. But anyway, in the third book, the whole point of the book, the plot revolves around these serpents. Now, they're not dragons because they're not gigantic like that, but they're basically dragons. They're just small dragons. Mm -hmm. And all of those are elementals. And so uh, obviously there's there's seven. So there's more than just four. But uh, off the top of my head, there's a fire, there's an earth, there's a water, there is a wind one, and uh, the most powerful one is the time serpent. And the time serpent obviously has control, because Reinhardt, I think you mentioned it earlier in other literature or comic book-based thing, but he has the power over uh, time, and he's the hardest one to defeat. But uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever... It's, oh, by the way, it's really hard to find these books now, too, which is shitty, because they're so good. You can also find it. Um, Steve Jackson did a fully illustrated and, and artistic style game of the sorcery series. You oh, can get wow, them on really? mobile and get them on Steam. They're like 26 bucks for the entire thing on Steam. Mm. Oh, that's neat. And they're really good. The art is perfect. Yeah, the art's so good. It's yeah, so, so if you can't get the books, that that's a good way to do it. I played through, through the first two. Yeah. Get your nerd on. You guys ever see this? <clears throat> you guys ever see this fake picture? Which? Oh, no, that's dragon in the ice. Uh, no, I'm looking at a dragon's head and its eye right now. Oh, is it the black one? Yeah, okay, it hasn't changed yet. Slow stream. Are you watching Pilled? Yes. Are you sharing your screen on Zoom? No, I should share my screen on Zoom. Actually, okay. let me do that. That's a good idea. Oh, this one. I've oh, I've seen this many times over the years. Yeah. Or at least an iteration of it. 
Did you guys ever play Monster Hunter or watch that movie? Never watched the movie, but I did play Monster Hunter. I didn't play the most recent one. The game was fun. It's a very primal based game. You get to harvest what you get from what you kill. I like how it's, it. I like how this dra- this this thing that was frozen in the ice <clears throat> is bleeding. Red blood. I haven't seen this one. This is awesome. This is this is so fake. Do you guys remember when they did, it was either National Geographic or Discovery Channel, where they did an entire thing on dragons and, and built up through this whole thing that they had found a skeleton in Romania that was like frozen in a cave somewhere. They built up the entire find, like the entire find throughout the whole series or the whole show is like an hour and a half. Mm. And then at the end of it, they say, yeah, this is actually probably a hoax. Dragons aren't real. So it's like uh, Al Pacino's vault that Geraldo opened, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty, yeah. There's, well, yeah. there's nothing in here. Sorry about that. <laughs> the, Never uh, mind, everybody go home. There's the Chinese one where they found that, like, meat skeleton thing. It's probably fake. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I highly doubt that it's real, but it looks really real, it, yeah. realistic. You guys know what I'm talking about? There's a video. It's like two minutes long. And it's it's got the horns and it's the serpentine style dragon and it's like um it looks like animals got to it or something like the the rib cage is all eaten up but the head is intact and it's all bloody. Mm. You guys know, you know what I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they would ever actually show us a real dragon skeleton. No, I don't think so either. But it wasn't okay. Quite well, that. hold up. We can't get off this conversation here without bringing up Mud Fossil University, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, well, Mud Fossil thinks that all the mountain ranges around the world and like most of North Africa is a dragon. Okay, well, don't do to him what people do to us with the tranny thing. No, I'm, I, but I'm not. I said, I said he he does think that though that most mountain ranges and the big chunk of North Africa. I watched a whole video where he tore apart North Africa. He showed everybody where the dragon yeah. is in North Africa. Yeah, there there do seem to be like. Yeah, I'm not saying tight, I'm not saying like what people do to us. Oh, they say every woman's a tranny. No, no, he <laughs> well, says that. Okay, I don't. I don't think we live on the back of a tar- of a tortoise shell. No, I don't either. I think I think I agree with what what Martin says a lot is that um, extraterrestrial, you know, being extraterritorial, that there's a lot more land than we're being told about, um, and that the things that come from other places, uh, it's a combination of of um, much larger earth and also a flat layer cake right so you've got stuff from underneath and you got stuff from outside of our little dome yes but nothing out there you know what i mean and don't go exploring god everything's already been found right right. and if you if you try to go explore you're gonna be uh popped by a fucking like a submarine or you'll be popped like a balloon at the submarine at the but the only view of the titanic you'll ever be allowed to see is that one shot yeah like isn't it amazing isn't it amazing that like the one shot they got out of the window before they lost their camera footage it was that same shot of james cameron exactly the same shot yeah maybe it's an ice dragon that took it down and somehow it was all lit up, even though all they had was like three flashlights, right? Uh, three Amazon have you flashlights. Seen the, have you seen the comparison to like an actual deep submersible? Yes, it's and, ridiculous. And it's got like 622 lights on the front. Yeah, it looks like a baseball stadium spotlight array on a normal submarine. And mm-hmm. then this uh, Ocean Gate thing had like three flashlights. <laughs> I'm telling you, that thing looks like something that they put around in in the Bahamas, you know? 
Yeah. That's probably what it was. And that's absolutely probably. I, I have no problems it with it. It's a toy. I have no yes, I have no problems with it being a recreational vehicle to be used right. in forty to sixty feet of water. You know what I mean? One hundred and twenty feet of water, maybe tops, right? Go and down it, to Pearl Harbor and see the ships. Cool. Sure, right, sure. Um, but the Newfoundland thing. Oh, that's the other Mandela effect that people tried to say is that uh, the Titanic wasn't actually in Newfoundland, off of Newfoundland. It was though. It was the North Atlantic. So shut up. It was north. It was north. I yeah, was, actually, I don't know that it was the coast of Newfoundland, but I do know it was the North Atlantic. They may be retconning the location, the specific location, but I do know that it was in the North Atlantic. It I was definitely the North Atlantic. Yeah, I don't know. Iceberg. Like South, South Africa or something like No, it was the North Atlantic. It did look really close to Canada where they were showing the location. Like, I thought that was weird. What if the real truth is the Titanic was taken down by a sea serpent? That's what I just said. I just said it was an ice dragon. Ice dragon. I thought I heard you say that. <laughs> I mean, I look. I want to. I want to see Stay that wreckage of the Titanic. I want to see if there's if there's any claw marks in there. Right. Like if you guys talk about nine eleven again, I'm just gonna say it was caused by a dragon. <laughs> it, well, obviously. I mean, that's that's what happened to the buildings. It wasn't Dr. Judy Wood's dustification theory. It was actually dustification by a fucking exactly. It was dustification by dragon. Bill, what happened actually with uh, building number seven or tower number seven was it was a time dragon that just deleted it from the timeline. Actually turned it back to to a section of that street corner where it actually didn't exist. Mm. Mm. Remember that? What was was that harbor? Was it Beirut? Blew up like, yeah, big, big explosion, boom, yeah, boom that just yeah. a ball. Of, that was a dragon. Yeah, I'm not saying it's all dragon. You couldn't see it because you didn't have your red. You didn't have your red goggles on. You guys think everything was destroyed by dragons? It's a lot freaking cooler. Than <laughs> 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 Newest bug net cope about paranormies. <laughs> paranormies think everything was destroyed by dragons. Whoever's listening in the stream and makes memes, do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Latest bug nat paranormies cope. Ah, Jack Brandon. just had to be be off sleeping. Yo, somebody just set off Tannerite or something up the hill. Oh, nice. Did anybody, you guys pick up that, that boom over the microphone? No. Mm-mm. Holy shnikes. That one made my heart jump a little bit. <laughs> R- reminding me of some stuff when I was still enlisted. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, guys, I went ahead and released the scratch offs for everybody in chat. Also, negative zero Dragonfire can melt steel beams. Dragonfire, <laughs> absolutely. It can melt all kinds of things, dude. What are you, nuts? Yeah, I mean, if you read George R. R. Martin, they they literally used it to power, used Dragonfire to power an entire civilization and created the strongest metal known to man with Dragonfire and blood magic. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? Absolutely. And you get to use a crappy gas stove that doesn't work after six years. So while you guys do your scratch offs real quick, there's a dragon in D D that's always, you know, gets me uh gets me laughing. It's a ancient green dragon that lives right outside of Waterdeep, one of the biggest cities. So like people go to try to fight it all the time and it just kills them. But the whole thing with this dragon is she has four crystal balls, very powerful magic items, and she uses them to just spy on other women who live in Waterdeep. 
you know, live vicariously through like these women who she trolls. <laughs> and when they know that she's like spying on them through these Chris of all she has, they just put on like fake dramas for her to watch because they'd rather keep this fat, lazy green dragon sitting on her ass, watching her crystal balls <laughs> and attacking people. So when the, when the dungeon master says, we're going to, uh, in this session, we're going to go kill a troll and it ends up being this green dragon. It's old. Not technically wrong. Right. Her name is Nabon. I forget, I forget her real name. They use the same strategy to pacify the dragon that they use on Americans. So. Exactly. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Jesus, dude, there is somebody lighting all kinds of Tannerite off up the street. Is there is there a race war going on? No. Sounds like Tannerite. It's probably fireworks. It's June 24th. I know. It's June 24th. I don't know. What these are the fireworks stores open yet? Uh, I don't know. The tents have gone up here. Okay, but have you guys? Okay, back to dragons. Let's go back to dragons for a second. Um, when this rolls over, take a look at the stream, and if you guys recognize this picture, um, now I remember when this when this first came out, I was like, oh, that's not real. That's not real. Supposedly, this is an actual lizard. That they found in like Indonesia or whatever, but it is a basically a miniature dragon. Oh, uh, the little winged winged guy. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. Look, it doesn't. Oh look yeah, fun. it looks real. It looks real, but then now this was this was. I remember this thing going around in like 2012, 2010, somewhere around there. So yeah, it's been around for a while. It's been around for a while, but um, I'm just gonna say it's AI at this point. I'm gonna need some lines and. uh no, because well, AI it makes it harder. Because like, where were these pictures five, ten years? ago? That's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, I, so I do remember this making the round on on uh, IF and Love Science, mm-hmm. like but also years ago. There's that museum. What was that museum? Remember the remember the collection that was found in like the basement of that. Orphanage? Oh, the we did a we did a bit on it, and it turned out that it was all completely fake. Yeah, yeah, but like, think of how much time it would have taken to to make all those. You know, sure. Niggas got time on their hands. Dude, people do have time. Yeah. You know? I guess. Niggas got too much time. You have a job, okay? And a family. Like some autiste with neither. I think it would take me like at least a full year to make a fake little mermaid, though. I don't know. You think so? Have Have you guys ever tried to make a little fake dragon? The P.T. Barnum age hoaxes were pretty neat looking. Mm -hmm, And, uh. mm -hmm. People managed it back then. So. But also, okay, now, okay, Skull, but were that, was that real? Or, you know, you got to remember that was around. Right. Yeah, good point. That's around. Like, hey, these are time. fake. These are definitely fake. That's true. That was. <laughs> I've been saying yeah. we have to do a P.T. Barnum episode for a while. Right. You have for at least six months. Because P.T. Barnum falls right like into the, the same. before guy. P.T. Barnum falls right into the same category as as the inheritors. That was one of the things. Yeah, when every we, okay. carnival is. So when when we when we lost Martin, uh, when he lost the audio, our audio on the stream was. Uh, I was saying that I subscribed to John Levi's theory of the inheritors with a lot of this stuff. Right, you guys do too, right? Yeah. Right. So these whoever they were, these people in black suits with these hats. All everybody wore the exact same hat. 
Why, why right. the same hat? Like, uh, but they just would always show up, and all the women, you know, these people on the beach. Like that was the one. That's the one thing about those old pictures that really gets me is like oh, these people seem to have never seen water before, or or yes. how how to behave at a water in a in a beach setting in the sand. In the sand, right? Yeah. You know, or in those type situations. Um. But yeah, uh, with the inheritors, with a lot of this this, this stuff back, uh, we were we were looking at earlier. Um, I don't know why I brought that back up. It just it, I was just reminded of that. But um, P. T. Barnum, and- yeah, P. T. Barnum was definitely an inheritor. Yeah, like a like a Vanderbilt. Um, well, what if his circuses were actually like little world expositions where he was showing things that I mean, because that's what he was famous. They were right? like. Freak shows and mm-hmm. oddities and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And then clowns. His, his line that he's famous for is literally, there's a sucker born every minute. Right. So he, they're telling you right there, like, I'm fooling you with something with this presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like Gardnick said, he's he's the original M before guy. Right. Maybe not the original, but definitely an original. Well, don't, haven't you guys ever thought of, like, carnival stuff as being, like, very old world? Yes, you know, yeah. was, you could get on a carnival ride that you got on like twenty to thirty years ago. It's still running. It still comes to your fucking town. Just the guy taking the ticket changed. You know, right? That's creepy. Like the carousel is so old. Where did it come from? It's they almost like remodel. they found carnivals and and they just reverse engineered a lot of carnival technology to make a lot of other things that we have today. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure! Like, uh, like a lot of those rides that they had at those electric, electric Lover cities cars. or whatever the carnivals. No. Well, think about this: uh, everywhere you go to a zoo, right? A lot of zoos are um, New Deal era structures. They're they're done with a lot of them are done with New Deal money, especially like out in California. the The Oakland Zoo and the San Francisco Zoo were both were both like New Deal money, right? Which was what, like the nineteen is after the depression, so nineteen thirties, right? Yeah, was that the New Deal? Nineteen thirties. Yeah, <clears throat> but all these all these zoos, every zoo has so they're all built in like the nineteen thirties, and they all have a, a carousel. Every zoo has a carousel. Right. Yep. And the carousels are, are all these wooden horses and wooden elephants and wooden animals that you ride when they're mostly horses. Um, and they're all carved. Like, like these things are very intricately carved, these, these wooden horses. And the whole thing is very intricate. And where the hell did they come from? You know, where the fuck, who the fuck? Like, that's and very. Why are they, why are they carried through time? It's like, kind of like Matt says, it's like, this isn't. It, it doesn't make sense that it just gets carried forward. It's like the stuffed linen idea, you know, like, like the what? there's new technology and shit, you know, like everything. Oh, the stuffed uh, Vladimir linen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, why is this here still? Mm-hmm. He's still there, right? Like the Gravitron is way cooler than a carousel, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The Gravitron is what disproves uh, gravity. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best That's- part of it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, dude, and honestly, I love I love that you do. I love that you still like to get in there with the with the, with the flat Earth debates and stuff. And I'm just so tired of it. Like, I'm, it's just like, oh, it's also tiresome. But I'm like Martin was saying, I was like, you can't not believe this. What's wrong with you? 
right <laughs> right and i just I, I that's the thing is like we get like i get into it and we'll start getting start getting emotional and i saw you were you were like well look that's a you know that's good that's a longer debate and i don't feel like doing that right now you said that earlier yeah. today and i was like yeah and i i was gonna comment on what, what you said i was like yeah and and i just don't feel like fucking with you I I don't feel like arguing with these people about this flat earth stuff or about any of this stuff anymore. I'm tired of trying to convince people of things that should be blatantly obvious, right? Blatantly obvious to the common sense that you are born with. But then the more I deal with, with this phenomenon called people, um, the more I realize (laughs) that they don't have common sense. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and at the end of the day, you know, you're you're not going to convince people if if your mm-hmm. purpose is to convince everybody, you've already lost. Right. That should not be the case at all, and that's yeah, that's why I don't do the arguments anymore. And it doesn't matter no, what it this, is. It, it literally happened to me yesterday when I was talking about the submarine thing, and I posted on my channel about the different light things, and the one that's an actual submarine that has the big like a sports stadium array of Mm -hmm. spotlights and then the ocean gate thing. And it's got like literally three little tiny flashlights and our friend biohazard, God love him, but he doesn't believe most uh, conspiracy theories. And he was just trying to find ways for like, well, yeah, but it does have lights here. Look. Oh. And he he literally said, this is like, have you seen these flashlights on Amazon that have 10,000 lumens? And I was like, bro, no, (laughs) It's the little flashlights. Like it doesn't make any sense. Just common sense will tell you that this is ridiculous. That's all you need to see to dismiss this entire story outright. Right. But he didn't want to. He he did to his credit, like make a joke and stop arguing about it. But I don't think he believed me. He's a he's a tough one. There's a few that are yeah. out there that are like that. Um, but he's a good dude. So you know he's, yeah. he can, he can say. <laughs> he's he and i've gone back and forth for years so mm. he knows <laughs> i don't believe your silly stuff but okay right but there's a lot of guys there's, that were like there's that. a lot of people who wouldn't be th- thinking about any of this stuff until covid happened you know mm-hmm. yeah and they were started to question the narrative and now you have people questioning the moon landing and everything else so you know everybody is five to seven years behind us yeah <laughs> yes yeah some patients it's funny we to were, have people 2018 we were like, like it's just like you have no idea where you are yeah you know we don't debate these things here we've been really right. we've been covering them for years right and i'm just tired of arguing with people about it i'm not trying to like they're so look these people that come into our chats and they want to debate the flat earth or they want to debate the vaccine or they want to, nobody debates the vaccine anymore, but they want to debate whatever. A lot of it's flat earth. It just is for some reason. That's the one that they want to come in and like beef with us about is the flat earth. Um, but there is more than enough information on the channel posted already to where if they took one quick spin through, they wouldn't need to argue with us at all. Every well, if, if they were will, willing to actually look at it and not like you can tell they're not here to argue because they're they're just here to be convinced that they're right and to remain in their cognitive dis or out mm-hmm. outside of cognitive dissonance because it makes them uncomfortable to think that they've been lied to about something so big for so long and so it's like no no this this can't be true because then all of a sudden I would call into question a lot of shit about reality that makes me really uncomfortable and it's like we're not here to babysit you so like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we, and at 
Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I uh, just the last thing I was going to say was like, like Johnny said, we've already basically laid out our case and he's right. Like it shouldn't really be a place where we need to debate that anymore. It's like, no, we're here to like move the ball forward. Mm -hmm. So like, if you want to have that debate, go to some other channel where they, you know, where they're like, I wish there was a way we could divide the chat up. Well, they did. And then that's what this archaics did with their chat, with their chat. They have all the different channels on their chat. That's cool, but like it's so compartmentalized. It's very compartmentalized, and I like ours the way it is. I do, I do, and and you know what, yeah. and and you know what, and that's fine. We'll just you know, like the people that want to be assholes, they get muted. Yeah, I like muting better than banning. I have to say, I have to give that to Dogbot. You know, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, muting, like, muting that woman. You and I both muting that woman yesterday was hilarious. Literally, it's pretty much the same time too, as <laughs> usual. So because you can't actually go up to a female in real life and close her lips for her. <laughs> right. We did, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't on the internet, though. Remember, <laughs> uh, man, like the, all the old movies, all the black and white movies where the guy takes, is mostly John Wayne, too, takes the woman over his knee and spanks him. Yeah. That used to be a thing. Now yeah. they've turned it into a fetish. I always or, have to turn it into a sexual. Or an imprisonable offense. Yeah. It's one, yeah, one, wow. one, one or the other. Right. Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, they shouldn't be allowed on the internet. That's for sure. Not without, not without supervision. So, are we ending this stream on spanking women should be legal? <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I'm with Sean Connery. I'm with Sean Connery on that whole thing, right? Yeah, you remember, so, right? You remember Sean Connery about sometimes you just gotta, you know, sometimes you just gotta slap a woman. Yeah, <laughs> or like um, open-handed, like open-handed slap, obviously. Yeah, where I come from, there are penalties when a woman lies. Right. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Again, the the Jewiest best movie of all time. I know. It is. It is so Jewy, but it is so good though. I don't Rob care. Rob Reiner still goes almost to the front of the line as far as the oven goes, but that he's in the middle. Good. Rob Reiner's in the middle. In the middle uh, of the front. He's in the middle of the front. He's been pretty insufferable ever since. Yeah. Rob Reiner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean so. but there's so many. Well, he's bad, but there's so many worse. I mean, he's bad, though. True. Yeah, he's bad. Um. So, what is the general consensus on the the Ocean Gate gate? What was it? It was, it was a. It was a. Um, what was it? His special challenger. From? It was a special challenger. It was okay. maybe Jessica McClure in the well. Oh yeah, baby. That's what you said. You said the name, and I'm like, who? Baby Jessica yeah. in the well. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a made-for-TV louche. Uh, it was both a louche gathering, like a vampiric louche gathering event, but it's also I think that the AI is learning about people, so they're using that to feed data back into the system. So okay. like, ooh, look at all the memes that came out of this. Now I know how to make memes. I'm an AI. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I actually agree with you. But they were this fucking is, good names. They were really good names. How far Last away week? from space uh, shuttle Challenger was uh, the Nixon stuff? Nixon was the sixty or seventy, probably seven, early seventies, seventy-two one or something like that. Okay, because a lot of the, this year is supposed to correlate to seventy-three or something. Hmm. Probably, probably close to when it was. Probably close to when it was. 
I didn't even think of the submarine being a uh, challenger thing. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody died. I don't yeah. know. I mean, five people died, right? They went somewhere, or they changed their fucking name first. <laughs> Something, name. yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, this you know this gives air to the oh billionaires are just really stupid. Yeah, that's how they got to. That's what I'm saying. That's how they got to be billionaires. No, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. They're, idiot. they're literally not. Yeah, yeah, they're the opposite of stupid. <laughs> like yeah, oh the the elite are just so bumbling. They just don't know how to do anything. It's like yeah, yeah, they would love for you to believe, especially that. at the billionaire people. level. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they don't I was just saying that to my wife. I was like, they don't get to be billionaires by making really, really stupid mistakes. They do that, they the literally the opposite happens. Mm-hmm. They don't make mistakes. They have a whole team of advisors that don't allow them to make mistakes like that. Right. If left to their own devices, they would screw up. They would be like anybody else, but a little bit more rich. Yeah, they have a whole team of advisors, <laughs> they have an entire cult. I think billionaires. Uh-huh. I, I think billionaires are another are another group of um, just astroturfed stuff. Like, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think there's an organic billionaire. No, well, you're not allowed to be. Yeah, I mean, they'd be probably coming from the families that they do a little mm. bit richer, sure. Mm, mm. But on their own, nah. There's just so, well, there's, all of this stuff is just so intertwined, you know. The bloodlines in general, like, like, you know, because I mean, the, you know, the bloodlines have n- nephews and cousins and second, third, and fourth and fifth born. You know, the first, they all can't well, the, be the king. The Hamish guy, he was like, he circumnavigated the globe north to south. Which, if you look at the path, it just he just goes up and comes down. Like he didn't circumnavigate anything. Yeah. So that's the first lie. He just and then he to, goes up in in Jeff Bezos' penis rocket. So that's the second lie. So this guy's just an actor. So he's not going to go down there and oh now he's going to do it for real, but he's going to die. It's like right. oh no, that's also fake. Well, that's he he did the, he did the uh, he, he did. The, he's the, the same guy. He did the trio. He did three things. He three did, things. Yeah. I didn't realize this was that guy. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Hamish oh, Hamilton. I, what. Hamish uh, Harding. Harding. Hamish Harding. H.H., brother. Yeah, yeah. 88. H.H. Fucking 88. 88, brother. Yeah, there you go. Hamish Harding. I thought his name was Hamish. (laughs) Hamish Harding. (laughs) 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 Why is that in the fuck knows, dude? Hamish. The one guy was Pakistani and wasn't his name like Doodleoff or something? Yeah, something like that. Him and his kid. Yeah, because a billionaire is going to take his 15-year-old kid down in something that's going to kill him. Like, right. None of, this make, none of that makes it. it. Like This is where Matt from Quantum of Conscience talks about where's your threshold and, you know, and like, what's too much for you? Where you're just like, come real. on. Yeah. You know, there has to be a point. Like, like I'll be talking to people at work and, I, and I'll be telling them a story about something and I'll start giving them all the impossibilities and I'm like, you know, say a little bit more and I'm like adding a little bit, you know, and then this and this yeah. and this. And you're like, dude, at what point, at what point of the conversation yeah. does the normie just go, wow, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of things. They don't, they don't, dude. They fucking don't. It's like black people with the smoke detector. They do, it just beeps and then they forget it. Beeps. They go, oh so, man, that's annoying. Oh, okay. Yeah. It went away. <laughs> it went oh away. man, that's <laughs> annoying. Oh, it went away. The next fact comes. Like, yeah. What about all oh. of them together? What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's annoying. Oh, it went away. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. You're not how- suggesting that people would lie, are you? Where's, yeah, where's Jack to come and tell us the thing about lying on the internet? 
You don't really believe people go on the internet and lie. Do you? <laughs> uh, the shaking fist. That's the best meme to ever come out of Arthur. <laughs> the clenched fist. The clenched fist. So the, yes. You know he's about to punch what's-her-face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the clenched fist is just the, the, the domestic. You know, domestic violence is about to occur. That's all. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So I guess we're, well, we're not going to end it on that, Reinhardt. We're going to end it on domestic violence instead. All right there, it is. <laughs> Much okay worse. Much worse. What did you yeah. guys talk? What you guys talk about on the live stream? Oh, slapping women to make them shut up and domestic violence. <laughs> also, dragons and naked people statues. Yeah, dude, the naked and people statues. So with a Medusa with a fantastic rack. Yeah, I was gonna say, good lord, <laughs> good lord, whoever these, these that dude. If that was a petrified. Yeah, if that was a petrified dude. woman, man, what a waste. That was the weirdest feeling I ever got looking at a Medusa statue. I know <laughs> you're like, because she's very young looking in the face too, right? You know, that it's one. Like it's, the the meme of the woman doing the calculations, like, hmm, how right. can I make this work? It's like she's I got save her. Like I can, I can get, I can work around the snakes. Yeah, I can, I can save work. her. Yeah, exactly. I can save her. <laughs> totally, I can save her. Good lord. God, Paranormies fans, and they see a gorgon in real life. <laughs> <laughs> they just pull out the anti venom. Don't look at her directly. No problem. Yeah, absolutely. They're zoomers. Most of them are zoomers. They don't make eye contact. Eyes. It's per- Perseus went from behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Perseus went in from the back, dude. He wasn't playing around. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go hug my wife. Is <laughs> right, going right. on? Yeah, right. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Um, I apologize for the first hour. Um, you get to listen to Martin, though. Go on about stuff about the pictures that you're not really gonna get to see. That's the other bad part about the live stream. Uh, people couldn't can't see the pictures. Oh, yeah, when we release it as a podcast, Jesus. Yeah, when we release it as a podcast, they can't. But what we're going to do, I have the um, the video, Reinhardt, it down, it, it's a video with uh, OBS, right? Uh, yes, I mean, it should be recording if you look up, if you look down to the bottom right corner. No, I'm recording. The... No, I am recording, but it's recording video, correct? So it's recording the yes, stream. Yes, it yeah. should okay. be recording that video. Okay, cool. So yeah, so we'll have that available. I'll see if I can't put that up on on the Telegram. And oh, somehow cool. we're going to have to figure out how to start reposting stuff to Odyssey. Because apparently that's another way to do it. Um, yeah, good idea. Actually. DLive, you said, didn't you say DLive does restreams or does uh, backups of the live streams too? Yeah, it has a replay option. So okay. if you just go to replay, it'll. It, I think it only keeps it for like three or four days. Okay. But if you want to watch it right after we release it and you missed the live stream, you can watch it or listen to it. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know enough about this live stream stuff. Uh, yeah, apparently that's where, all the, that's where all the top grifters hang out is on the live streams. But <laughs> we don't do that. But uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Um, thanks for hanging out on Pilled and on Odyssey and DLive. We had quite a few on all the channels. There's not many left anymore, but that's fine. No, no shit. There's like 45 still on uh, on Pilled. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday on the Nationalist Inquirer right here back on these same three channels. Uh, we'll see y'all later.
I'm not what makes you gay. We talked over each other. <laughs> I'm not what makes you gay.